Corridrich. Welcome to Snowmobile Sessions Live on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms. We're the number one destination to learn about snowmobiling, network with other sledders, and have an awesome time doing it. We'll meet other snowmobilers that share your passion and show your fan photos along the way. Snowmobile Sessions Live. Enjoy the ride. It's a This episode of Snowmobile Sessions Live is brought to you by Energy Power Sports. They're Oakville, Ontario's full-line BRP dealer with complete sales and service to all BRP models and so much more. They've even got a line of fishing boats. Check out energypowersports.ca and uh, tell them that Gary says hi. I'm broadcasting from inside Energy Power Sports tonight. Look at this beautiful showroom. Nice. Is not all your personal toys? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm taking taking the the spider home tonight. Heck yeah. Well, you can run it on the snow up there, right? So, oh yeah, it's a little warm, a little warm. So, how was your Christmas holidays, guys? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Can't complain. How about you? It was good. Ours was pretty. Ours was pretty low key, but we still, uh, the girlfriend and I enjoyed it as best we could and got out snowmobiling a little bit. So that always makes it more fun. Yeah. yeah. Now, did, did, was it Jumpman Jay said that you're going to make a baby over the holidays or something like that? <laughs> Apparently. So far, so good. Uh, not happening yet. So we'll uh, hopefully keep it that way. <laughs> Kim, Kim probably begs to disagree, right? Uh, I don't know if she's ready for grandkids quite yet. Maybe marriage first, then pops some kids out. Yeah. And, and, and how's how's your dad? He's doing good. A uh, little little uh, rough over the weekend, but um, Sunday he was starting to feel better. I brought him some food. You know, I brought it up to the door and then stood at the end of the garage and talked to him a little bit. Just a cough now, but hopefully that'll clear up soon and right he'll be uh, out on the trails with us. Nice, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. And we all got riding on trails. Bobby, I seen your videos. Rich has got one coming out. When are yep. you launching that video, that bad boy video? I got to edit it first. So I think I explained to you. I got uh, when we went up to Kearney, got it. I didn't have the mic on. I was just testing the actual uh, camera. It was awesome. And then I hooked up the mic, got it all set up in my helmet, decided to go out, ride, and we went up to um, uh, up to the, uh, what do you call it, the shack there, the yeah, the Algonquin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, anyways, the shelter and uh, amazing footage. The trails were really good, and my mic didn't work. I have no sound of the sled. <laughs> I was talking about time and so, so it's trial and error. But you know what? I'll get it down, Pop, before we start slapping the miles on too. So yeah, no, yeah. no problem. Well, I always said it. I said it to even our guest tonight that the very first video you make of the season doesn't matter who you are, how long you've been in the sport. There's always something wrong. And you look at Bobby, Pasty Boy, Shag, me, Rich, yeah. Mark Bow. I seen his video. It had some issues at the beginning. Oh, yeah. I yeah. texted Bobby when I got back. I'm like, Bobby, I got wicked footage, but I got no sound. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. That's the worst when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I just want to bring the guest on and, uh, and, um, introduce him i don't know whether many people know of this guy's channel uh but he's a he's new to the youtube world and uh, came up in my suggested feed and he's got a really uh he's got a real cool personality he's, 
he's uh, unless I'm super nerdy, I think he's the coolest guy on YouTube. <laughs> and he's got a he's got the coolest mustache. He's got the coolest dog Nash. He's got the coolest girlfriend that rides around the city streets in the snow on the back of a sled with no complaints. So without further ado, let's bring him on. Here is Jesse James 322. Nice. <laughs> Word on the mascot. Just kidding. That's bad. That's not me. <laughs> What's going they, they, on, guys? How are you? Good, man. Great. They say dogs look like their owners, and I'm kind of seeing some resemblance there, you know? <laughs> Fitting image. It's like a mirror. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, so tell us a bit about yourself, there, buddy. Like, uh, I, I stumbled on you, but uh, I, I still don't know a whole lot about you. You got a you got a racing number or something in your name. Uh, just give us a two cent run. And then we're going to check out some fan photos, and then uh, and we'll talk more about you as we go through those. Yeah. So, uh, born and raised in New Jersey, twenty eight years old. Uh, raced snowmobiles as a living. That's what I used to do back in the day, um, from when I was like fifteen till I was twenty one. So I have a pretty big racing background, raced cars for a little bit there, built cars for Lucas Oil, um, traveled the country with them. And now I'm just uh, back in the sport doing it for fun and uh, having a ball doing it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what are you riding there? there. (laughs) Tell the people about what you, uh, besides the pink pig, what else are you riding there? So uh, (laughs) besides that Santa's pig, that's not my pig. Sure there's a story pig, for that. My pick is uh, I just picked it up this year. It's a 2021 uh, Polaris 850 VR1, Indy VR1. Uh, it's a 129. Uh, it's a stretch to a 136 with a big wheel kit. Uh, it's some, got a couple fancy things here and there on it, but uh, finally got some miles on it this this weekend. But it's it's a beast. It's a it's an animal. That's awesome. Can't That's wait to see some videos on that. Yeah, they're coming. I got some. I got a bunch of stuff videoed this past weekend um so there's they're coming down the pipe i've just got to edit them all together right that's another thing uh editing riding videos is tough <laughs> wow it is. there's really? a lot to go through yep <laughs> man you, I mean, you video everything and then you all of a sudden you have three hours of footage and you're like well, i can go through this now and make like a 20 minute video yep so, yeah you learn to you learn to sh- shoot better that's what yeah. i i'm actually pretty proud of the way i shoot now because mm-hmm. you learn to you learn to shoot. My son is yeah. a cheat too. He he'll uh, he'll ra- he's ahead of me all the time, and he'll radio ahead, turn on the camera if he's in a good spot. So <laughs> nice. like it, it's kind of cheating a bit having yeah. the nuclear digital comms because mm-hmm. he can he can set me up. So nice. yeah, that's it saves awesome. a lot. Of, it saves a lot of time. Like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I I know guys that just let the cameras run and run and run. But if you've got eight hours of video, it's forty hours of editing. You know what I mean? Now, and now I, I got, I have two cameras running now. So everything's double because I have one on my helmet and then one on the back of the sled. So it's, it's a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. We're getting there. We'll figure it out. For sure. So listen, do you want to sit through some uh, fan photos with us? We had a good, like being off last week, we had a oh, crazy, talking. crazy <laughs> amount of submissions. So absolutely, it's going to, it's going to be super fun. Super yeah, fun. for sure. So just hold on us hold on to your hats folks here mm-hmm. here we go <laughs>
All right. We're doing this a little bit differently today, boys. Cheers. This way that. we get the full full screen effect oh, nice. here, right? Very oh, nice. I didn't set up I didn't set up my 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 tutorial here. So this is uh, from Grab the Gaff. He says, "What's up, Gary and the Brap Gang? Just want to take a moment to thank you guys for the work you're doing every week. I look forward to the show, though I don't get to watch a stream live because of family and work. You can also catch a stream on podcast too if you go on to Spotify or iTunes or Amazon, that kind of thing. So don't don't. I've got a lot of fans, or we've got a lot of fans taking it in on the." on the podcast in the car or truck at work. Well, you guys have an amazing thing on your hands and it's just what I need to help me get through this nasty pandemic. You see, I'm an ICU nurse in the thick of all this COVID. Wow, thanks for all you're doing on the front lines there. Yeah. He works anywhere from 10 to 16 hours day a day, five days a week. Right about now, besides my family, snowmobiling is about all I have to look forward to. My sled is my therapist. In good times and bad, and right about now, I could really use some sled therapy. Anyways, attached is a photo of my younger years drag racing, my heavily modified Pro X, and that was by far my favorite sled, though I'm riding this year's a 2019 Arctic Cat ZR8000 these days. Keep up the great work, and I wish everyone a safe and happy holidays. Rob Russo, YouTube name, grab the gaff. And he says, P.S., if I run into you on Tug Hill... <laughs> Hold on. Still a little slow on these uh, on the take on these. Tug Hill. <laughs> Just had to say it. Bobby, I'd love to take a photo. There nice. you go. You take mm -hmm. a photo, yeah, send it to us, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. Like I like that color of the map. That looks wicked. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. They're, they're sleds. Yeah. Pretty quick too. Yeah. Here we yeah. go, Bailey Bailey Addis. He says, good evening, boys. Wanted to share some photos of a project sled I picked up last year for my friends or my girlfriend to ride. It's a 97 Polaris XCR triple. Who doesn't love the sound of a triple? Sled has come a long way, replaced many parts. Working on older sleds brings a ton of flashbacks. Hope you all had a Merry Christmas. I enjoy the podcast every week. That's a sweet one, huh? Mm -hmm. The XCRs like were awesome. I've yeah, always said this, right? The triples are the uh, national anthem of snowmobiling. Now. Yeah. <laughs> look that at the look at the uh, the big brother uh, watching over there in the background. Two right. big brothers. Two of them. Yeah. Oh, I was looking at the snowblower. I wasn't. Uh, oh, there's, there's a couple, <laughs> there, there is a couple of sleds there. Sorry, I'm, I miss I miss those. Sorry, I was in a golf bag. There's a set of bag at uh, golf cl golf clubs there. Oh yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love those white XCRs from back in the day. Yeah, they were. Nice. Oh yeah, they're nice. Yeah. Huh? Did the nice storm to like keep that it. too? They were nice. Yeah. What is uh, Rich? What is um, Streeter's Garage? Is that the same sled he just restored? Uh, it was a Polaris, but I don't think it was. Was it an XCR? Well, he did the ZR, the ZRT, the eight hundred triple, right? That was his last one I saw. But I know he was working on another one too. I don't know if he's in 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 the chat room there but yeah he's done so many of them he's done some yeah. nice work on it too yeah so, he, uh, that said our t800 man was mid after he finished it i wanted to drive yeah. down there and pick it up it was a nice, <laughs> it was nice looking sled nice nice we always thought the arctic cat was the ugliest that m1000 or whatever sled ever made but i think this yamaha takes the cake eh? <laughs> but, uh, this is Trailmaker 74. He said, here's a few pics from a few years back doing a little early season grooming one day with my daughter. 
one of one of my 2015 what does he say one of my 2015 exhibition sport nine race after a snow day cutting out from work early the last one is the 08 yammy venture light cruising across the lake so that must be this one here i've actually just re reorganized him because i thought that was kind of cool to see the homemade drag there he's making his own trails and he's called right. trail maker 74 so that's kind of cool that's that good stuff not well love that keep them coming guys i was i hadn't really looked at my email all christmas holidays and it's like i went on today to get them and i went this is amazing i love it <laughs> there's so many photos so this That's is cal routers right. actually rich rich sent me a few photos too because he didn't think these were coming through but they all came through so the <laughs> uh he's got a 2020 polaris rmk 155 850 with a two and a half inch track he won the sled in February 2020. He won it. Sweet. That's nice. a good deal. That's all right. How, so is he? Is this one of those 509? It's a 509 sled. I wonder if he won it oh, from Sea Boys. Yeah. Well, the pow is calling. He just rode the sled last week, and it's an animal. If you want a fun sled that's easy to throw around in the powder, this is a sled for you. He's also got a 2015 SR Viper LTX DX 137 with an inch and a quarter track. He rides in uh, northern Michigan and loves every minute of it. I'm also the ambassador rider for Great Lakes Nation. I love the show and I'm looking forward to the Christmas special. So this is an old one. Yeah. Old photo he sent in. So I think he yeah. is the winner. Someone said that in here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Well, lucky yeah, him, right man. Looks, right on, looks man. like a young guy too. So he's got a he's gonna have a lot of time to, to enjoy that. That's for sure. Yeah. Some of these are old because remember how, uh, how yeah, we uh, took a hiatus McKinney, right for a week. So, yeah. Well, Dave McKinney was trying to send me video clips and it jammed up my email again. So I wasn't getting anything. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's that's shag. <laughs> oh, yeah, shag. <laughs> right on. I wonder, I wonder if that's Zook on the back. Oh, could be. I don't know. Maybe he's got a sister too. Is is Shag in the in the chat? But he uh, said this is might be. this moto ski is his very first snowmobile. That is sweet, man. Yeah. What was your first snowmobile, Jesse? I had a uh, very first was a two thousand one MXZ four forty fan. Nice sled. Oh, nice race sled. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was uh, riding up in Canada with my father, and I just got to that height where I kept banging his helmet, you know, because I used to ride in front of him. And he's like, that's it, and called the dealer back here and said, uh, it's time for him to be on his own sled. So that was when I was seven. So that was my first sled. What a good that's sled, too, awesome. to learn on, man. That could probably get oh, right into racing, right? So, yeah. Where did you yeah. ride in Canada? Uh, that was St. Denot we used to go to. Um, Quebec? Yeah, Quebec. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. So um, I haven't. I don't think I've been up there other than racing. I raced in Canada, but other than that, trail riding, I haven't been there since that trip. Wow! Wow! You got to get back up. I know. There's going to be a, once the once next, the border opens, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Next year we're getting a tractor trailer full of sleds, and Bobby's going to get everyone from the U.S. that rides and mm -hmm. and supports the show. And yeah. <laughs> load them up, right, yeah. Rich? Oh That's yeah. What we're going to do. Yeah, yeah, that's a great province to ride, man. Quebec's got some beautiful trails. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very snowmobiler friendly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Unless they go and change the speed limits and stuff, which they're talking about doing, but we won't we won't go there yet. Yeah, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what this is? I you know what this is? 
looks like I an ovation. Bought, it is. It's an I ovation. almost bought one. Yeah. 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 We used to call them ovulations. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name for it. Yeah. 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 I don't think I've ever seen one of them. My They're neighbor like the had one. Yeah, they they actually took a the story behind these. I'll read what the guy texted me, but the uh, my neighbor up at the cottage had one in his garage, and it had five hundred kilometers on it. And this was about two years ago, and his wife got into the sauce and said, "Come and take it away." And I went over there to get it, and the de- the husband come out, and he wanted three grand for it. And I said, your wife just said, if I move, he had some shit I had to move with my ATV. If I pull this boat or whatever it was out of the way, I, I get the sled. And I had already pulled the boat out of the way. And and he goes, no, you can have it. I'll give it to you for like three grand. And it's like, forget that. Yeah. Anyway, so I'd done some research on him. And they actually took, Yamaha took uh, a survey and basically pooled everybody's what your ideal perfect sled is and they put it in this and that's why it's got the comfort handlebars it was a single cylinder three 340 single cylinder and it, like it just hurt along the trails it rode like a dream like everybody that's it. what's that so it needs a sissy bar i think exactly yeah, <laughs> kind of what that thing is at the back right but they say it was a perfect trail sled. Like it wasn't overly fast, but it did everything right. But this uh, K10 Siebel says, uh, sending in some lo- Yamaha love. I sure <laughs> smile at these trade-ins at my local Polaris dealer. A mini pair of low-mile 1990 Yamaha Ovations. 340 cc's of power with mountainous 108-inch track out back. <laughs> kind of digging them ape hangers. Guess I'm a Yamaha fan now. Cheers, boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the one I was looking at was gold. It was because okay. yeah, they used to have them. They were brown and go- and they had gold piping on them. And they were like, yep. whoa. Scream that's seven with shag carpet and you know the dingle balls and stuff like that's yeah. that's what that screams the seventies. It was the sure. first year, and you know, and you know what I think happened to it. If anyone's up north and can verify this, um, Arnie's cat house picked them up. He had oh, a he had a couple he had a the Stratus the Skidoo Stratus which was like the Safari but it was uglier it had the mm-hmm. it had the tower shocks on the outside and he had a third sled too uh, mm-hmm. he had the Ovation the Stratus and maybe it was a Safari and yeah. I don't know what Arnie's cat house got them for but he probably stole them from the guy but they, mm-hmm. it was at Arnie's for a while before they moved out of Port Sydney but yeah, yeah. not nice love yeah, I would have. I would have loved that sled. I probably would have sold it by now, but it would have been funny. Like, how can you not ride that and laugh your ass off? Yeah, you got to get that into the museum, though. <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd like to see Jesse James jump this thing, man. <laughs> probably have to be downhill, but I'll do it. <laughs> you talk about the big wheel kit on the back. Look at that sucker. Mm-hmm. It's got like a, a 108 track. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's hardly what what is it like? It's one teeth. There's like maybe five lugs touching the ground on that thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's a single seat, right? That you're the the rider's ass sits against that backrest. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, like, you're very, very short. Yeah, you're not you're not riding too up on that. That is a single seat. And yeah. I sat on back. That's why you got those eight hangers, right? It looks like it's yeah. yeah. 
this thing it was comfortable to sit on man i won't i won't lie to you so but anyway i'm i'm easy to win over if you've got a free snowmobile that's for sure <laughs> this is robbie bell he's a big supporter remember he sent us his 600r when he first got it right he says not great riding but there's some good snow in the forecast in thunder bay ontario that was back at christmas week and you can see you got a little stuck there yeah. Snow is snow. Yeah. Oh, these are He's our friend. <laughs> the Michigan Outlaws. Nice. Yeah, he says uh, <laughs> this is, they, they've actually had snow now, but he says, Merry Christmas to you and the crew. We're still waiting for snow here to be ready with our new gear. They got all new gear and new sleds, and I'll get out of the way, but you can see there all their machines there. Yeah, it looks it's like they're ready to go riding, but it's grass yeah. tracks. It's still greening. Oh, yeah. They they actually did rip the backcountry in the free ride on the grass. It was awesome. <laughs> <Sorry God. laughs> yeah. <laughs> leave it to leave it to the outlaws, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Lost Bobby. Oh, maybe he's rebooting his router. Yeah, he must be. Yeah. J uh J Petriel by X3. He says here in central New York, can't wait to get out this coming weekend. That's a beautiful. So he must have been putting that uh, backcountry bumper on the on the sled there. Yeah, it's nice looking. Yeah, black and red is always a yeah it's sharp combo. It doesn't matter if it's reversed or like that. It's right. still right. It's good. way it looks good. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I really like what you did with yours, Jesse. Where you blocked the whole thing out. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I uh, I like the gray, but I wasn't sold on it. So. No, it's different for sure. Yeah, I had to go all black, so we're staying I there. Didn't really, and I didn't really know your story when, when I first started watching your channel. It was like, oh, my God, he's got an assault, and he's putting shocks and all this crap on it. Like, And that's what got me watching more because I'm going like, why? Why does right. he need it? And then now I see the way you ride, and it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's yeah, that's a lot of guys are questioning what I'm doing. It's like just just wait. Once we get some riding videos, you'll understand. Yep. So yeah, love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a thing that most people will never probably get right. Mm -hmm. So this is yeah. our buddy Jumpman Jay. Oh, he says, yeah. "Hey fellas, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of you." The first ride out on his new machine, ripping in the new 509 gear. I had nice. a great time, even though there's only a couple inches on the ground. I had to get out for a short rip. All these loops around the yard are just not doing it anymore. Hope we get some real snow soon. I'm sure we're all getting impatient. Looking forward to this week's show. Cheers. And he says, uh, he also said he's stoked to get out and ride. He's got 60 kilometers and mostly backcountry power lines and ditch banging. We all we absolutely got dumped on two nights before Christmas and Boxing Day. We were blessed with about a foot and a half, and it's still falling tonight. For Christmas, you got some 509 Boa Ray boots. See them in the top left corner there? And they're the best Boa boots he's had to put on to date. And he said he sent me a photo, so that's it there. And, uh, and then the other shots are just from his ride, that long one at the top uh, from Boxing Day. He loves the assault so far and he can't wait to share more great photos and updates with us all. I love that color combo. I had it on my, the first Polaris I owned, I had that in a, in a pro S, but that, um, color combo. 
Yeah, the line yeah. in the black is nice, right? It's like Bobby's sled too, the last one with the lines. Yeah. Yep. Can't go wrong with that color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is Jumpman Jay, Bobby. He's got <clears throat> old boots and he's been out riding since Christmas. Nice. So to him. Yeah, foot and a half of snow where he is. Well, it's better than the uh, foot and a half of slush we have around here. So <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. It doesn't last long, does it? Right? No. No. No, not at all. Where'd my where'd my pages go? Here we go. Here. So Rob Overholt, he sent me this photo. This is the at our Christmas special. He said, "Sorry, boy, he's gonna miss the podcast tonight. He just picked up his new truck." But he'll watch it later. Later, Merry Christmas, everyone, and send on. <laughs> <laughs> we do have some pictures of him. Right, nice truck. So they're kind of a gorgeous truck. So it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. sweet. Yeah, you're a truck. You're a truck guy, right? I am. Yeah, that's my other hobby that I like to do. So. Yeah, you had another. You were doing another channel with a buddy, right, Jesse? Yeah. So uh, a good friend of mine, Greg, uh, the Greg A channel, he started that back when me and him were super close. We were actually building my my eight hundred horsepower Dodge that we built, and uh, so when he was starting, I was helping him with that, and that's why I'm halfway decent behind the camera. I would like to think because I've uh, I've had a little bit of practice. So right on. Yeah. Sweet. Mm -hmm. No, it's all good stuff, man. Look at this lineup. Mm. Love it. Ooh, All nice, nice colors, too. <laughs> yeah. He's, that this from jo jo yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Mm. Joseph Caraco sleds in the Adirondacks, Boonville, New York. Nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's uh, it's so funny that you got the 2016 XRS is a third one in there. Yeah. And then you've got the, you've got like the 20, that's other 2019, I think, that, yeah. that one, and maybe an 18. Uh, on the end there, but yeah, I love that summit backcountry XRS. Sorry, it's the summit colors. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. they nice have tunnel for red tunnel. I don't remember white. I think right. They're yeah. white. Yeah, yeah. Are they were they white or red, Bobby? Do you remember on the backcountry XRS? They're red, and oh, then they on the uh, yeah, and then on the twenty seventeen eight fifties, they had the white tunnels on the uh, yellow side. Right. Yeah, nice, nice. This is Joseph. So is that the guy that had the truck? What's his name? I see. Maybe. No, no. That, this is a this is the same guy from before. He says, uh, um, oh no, this is Justin. I didn't change the name. This is Justin Falcone. He says, Hey guys, here's some pictures of my Yamaha Apex. It's a 2011 SE. It's a picture when he blew through some trees and put her in the rhubarb in Deep Jeez. River. <laughs> That's about 30,000 kilometers on it. And uh and still running great. He just picked up a mission helmet and he's looking forward to using it. Slapped nice. on a black visor and it looks sweet. Cheers nice. from Ottawa, Ontario. Oh, really? Yeah. That's all that. Usually Ottawa's got a ton of snow. There's nothing anywhere right now. Yeah. Look at that way out when there's a side. Well, the hey, guys, right Mark Bow, if he's in the chat, is he in the chat today? Yep, yep he's in here. Yep. Yep. He had that he had that sled, and then we rode with a buddy of mine that has the twin to that, and he had some stuff done to it, suspension-wise, not really any performance. But you should see the guy ride the balls off of that thing. It was like he was on a two-stroke. <laughs> like, you never yeah. seen a guy ride a four-stroke like this guy. It was awesome. I can't wait to ride with him again. 
it's like our third Yamaha this episode. We're doing good. You don't see him very often. Yeah. No. The ovulation kicked it off there, Gary. Getting all the uh, all the Yamahas back in here, right? That's it. Yeah, I think we might have started a, a new trend with that ovation. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Right on. Tyler, where's Tyler here? He says uh, huge. I think we're. All, I think I got the names all wrong here. This is harder oh, no. than you think. <laughs> hey, buddy, you did a good job, man. It can't be easy. So, this is Carl. And uh, he's a huge, this is Carl, not Tyler, so ignore that. He's a huge fan of the podcast. He rides in Inlet and Old Forge, and he's only been in the game for a few years. Check out his 2011 MXZ TNT 1200. That's not him. And his, that's not a TNT 1200. That is not. And his new wrap. <laughs> There's no way that's a 1200. But no, that's a new wrap. Wrapped, yeah. He's, hey, Rev, he's looking. I don't know. He's looking forward to running with Rev Rider and Pasty Boy while out on the open lake. What's up go. with your gators and stickers? I think I sent him the information on the gators. The gators are at stufflikethis.ca slash masks. And uh, you can get those cool gators there. But the um, that's that's not a 1200. No. Unless they I, would, I, was, I was thinking I haven't seen that in Old Forge, that spot. So I was like, oh, I wonder where that is. <laughs> <laughs> What, what did I say? Tyler Bugden? Yeah, that's what it says yeah. there. I, I, I probably, you know what? Tyler probably didn't send me any any verbiage. Yeah. There's oh, Carl. There, there it is. is. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so there, now, there, there you go, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. That now you know what to look for when you want to go racing on the lake with Pasty oh, Boy. Yeah. That would yeah. be awesome. He's got that 21 yeah. uh, Old Forge Pass on it, so he's ready for the year. Oh, per, is that what the bottom left corner? Thing is, right that, to, that green uh, sticker. Green I think. Sucker, yeah. Oh, that's a twenty. Oh. Sorry, wrong year. Yeah. Just off by yeah. a whole season. <laughs> what's, what's this one right here? That's, that's our registration. That's registration. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. God, that's yeah. ugly. It is awful. No, well, no, like no, I'm not They're like terrible, man. They're exactly I like the, the route. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, yeah. luckily, I'm in I'm in Jersey, so I only have to run the little sticker. I don't have to run the big license plate sticker. Nice. So I kind of sneak away with it. Yeah, that's good. They are ugly, man. They're terrible. It's like what? It's like, <laughs> Some guy in the '60s made it, and it's still stuck, right? right. So, and they're the worst stickers in the world. It, it breaks oh, yeah. just like his does. It's all reflective. Yeah. They break off the tiny pieces. Yep. <clears throat> so now we're back on track. See, that's why everybody has to send me a story. That, whoever <laughs> was back there messed up the whole the whole flow here. Well, this you is get the goal, right, so. Yeah, Joe's impatiently waiting on snow. Well, at least we know what a twelve hundred is supposed to look like and what a what a eight hundred or six hundred. Yeah, so he's impatiently waiting at snow. This is a gorgeous sled, isn't it's an it? Alpha, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's Alpha One, and it's a hardcore Arctic Cat. Nice, love it. That's a nice yeah. car. The red one, you got the, the white spindle. That looks awesome. It does. It does. White and on the I, rail, the monorail is white. Yeah, I did. The, I did uh, Muskoka Mike bought a Viper and, a, and the one panel up, like where it says hardcore, there has a custom wrap on it, and the one panel had ripped off. So I he said, Can you make me the, the panel? So I copied from the other side and flipped it and has SR Viper in it and stuff. And so I did it, and it looks great, but he hadn't picked it up. And I'm, I'm feeling really bad that. 
it's snowing up there and he's been riding and I'm going like, you've got this turbo sled with a, with a, like the, the cold air intake on it and no side panels. Cause I got both the side panels here and he goes, no, don't worry about it. And he sends me a picture and he bought a pair of black ones. He bought a pair of black ones and I said, that looks dynamite with black on. He goes, no, it's spray painted and running. And he oh. hand painted the numbers on. Like he didn't <laughs> oh, no. We're free to bring his panels back. That's awesome. He's probably already got 500K or more on. He's probably in the chat right now. He's probably got 500K or more on without his real panels. So, yeah. <laughs> desperate times, desperate, desperate measures. Yeah. So, awesome. but I, like the whole Christmas holidays, I'm going, should I just go up north with these things and take them to him? And, Oh man. So anyway, I can't wait to get up and ride him and Muskoka Mike and Jeremy and, and Mike K and Rich and all these guys that I got Ryan from more toys, more noise. He's, uh, I want to ride with him too. So as soon as it goes green, good. buddy, we'll hook up for sure. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse and Mike. And well, I thought I seen Mike on the trails last week and it was like, Oh my God. I was like, I almost went to hug the guy, and and uh, and then I realized it wasn't Mike uh, Mike Eisenberg. But yeah. he's way the heck up north. He posted today. I noticed on uh, I think it was Facebook. One of the things. Yeah, way the heck, they were way up near uh, Cochrane. Yeah, they're up near Cochrane, right? Him and Jesse right now. So nice. Yeah. So this is uh, this is I polling ten twenty four. Oh, I, I was smart here. I wrote no content. So here. But a couple of nice dues there. I don't know nice. what this one is. These might be his old sleds. Those are all twins. And then you've got like the uh, the brand new blurry picture there in the top. So I don't know. That's what, he, uh, that's what he sent. So, you know, Tad, he was a winner last week. I think right he on. won the Narco or something, I, I, I believe. I think it was Please. him. He says, hey, Gary. Hey, boys. Okay, this week he decided to shoot you a pic from our February 20th. February 2018, four-day trip to Beaver Creek, Utah. Nice. He highly recommends this area and accommodations. Oh, wow. at the, yeah, Beaver Creek Lodge, Logan Canyon, Utah. We rented a Skidoo Summit 850, 165 with three-inch paddles shown here. couple That's tips awesome. for Rich and Bobby. When they go, leave your sleds at home. You want the latest mountain machines and big paddles. Definitely you're bringing these home. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, get a guide. The mountains are vast with many dangers. The guides will keep you safe. Lastly, not much of your Eastern Trail experience counts. You'll feel like a beginner again, but that's okay. You'll have a blast. The three of us sure did. Happy New Year, Tad Hershey from Michigan. That's yeah. Look at that view, man. Mm -hmm. That is so great. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I, all I have to do is turn around and I can look at it, eh? Yeah, right? <laughs> 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 it's like you're there. It is. It's freezing cold up here, though, man. Somebody, somebody bring me a jacket next time, will you? All right. Oh, yeah, here we go. Rob Overall, another fan. Finally, some snow down here in the Niagara region. A little fun today and a little fun tonight. It's a Boxing Day ride. Am I covering up wow. a sled? Nope. Pretty good there. Probably That's nice. Like that now. <laughs> no, no, that's nice. There's a, that uh, that XP like Roscoe in the back there's got like a snot sickle hanging down the, the <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right beside the old ZR. Early two thousand MXZs were so fast. What yeah. are you, see if that's an eight hundred or 
I don't yeah. know. He didn't really say. Yeah. Can't really tell yeah, either. Like so fast. MXZX, yeah, I think so. It says 800 on the side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah those were good. Those yeah, they were. They were lean. They ran fast, man. Mm-hmm. Them and the 700s, they were fast. Yeah, the 700, yeah having 700s especially were yeah. fast. Yeah. The, uh, the anniversary Olympic editions the, in the U.S., they were called uh, – they, they had the Bombardier written on the side. They were orange yeah. and yellow. They were, they were the Olympic ones and they're, they're yeah, heritage editions. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. They, their 700s were B and 800. They were, I don't know what they did in those. They're triples and they're just Rocks. nutty. Yeah. 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 So remember Bruce Stewart, too. He says, check out the attached photos of what I've ridden so far in 2020. 50 miles, the first ride around where I live west of Albany. Then I took a trip after work to Vermont, which is an hour and 20 minutes away for an 80 mile quick ride. I'd do that. That's not sure. Yeah. No questions. I took a 50 degree weather. He says uh, last week I took, uh, lastly, I took a 50 mile run on Christmas Eve around where I live again before the snow is all gone from the 50 degree weather and inches of rain. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Yeah, the weather's been crazy in Central New York lately. Mm-hmm. Albany got whomped with that storm, and then they had it all melt by Christmas. It was nuts. It's crazy, huh? Mother Nature's yeah. moody this year. I don't know what's going on. She's not. Well, they said. Well, they said that uh, I just read it today. It came up in my on the iPhone, the little matching mm-hmm. screen that comes up. Yeah. So they said it's a La Nina winter, which is the good snow winter, yeah. and they're saying that it's got El Nino characteristics so far. But they're saying there's a pattern coming in the end of January that they're saying that La Nina is just late. It's not. It's not that it's not happened. Right. It's just coming in late. So that's Steve, Steve was saying the same thing. He said apparently by by February March we're going to get labeled and it's going to be cold. Yeah, so, I hope so. so. We got to we got to turn this winter around quick. Right. Yeah. We got to make up some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone and their mother will be a ride during the weekday. Oh yeah. We're all working from home. <laughs> what is promising? What is promising, though, is that the snow we've been getting, we've been getting hit with. If it just didn't warm up afterwards, we'd yeah. be laughing, right? So that's, that's a, that happened last year too. I mean, it, we'd get hit with two, three, four feet, and then within three days, it was sixty degrees and three inches of rain, and gone every every last bit. But then by the time the rain was done, it was freezing again, and it would snow. Yep. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. That's Canadian winters. That's southwestern Ontario. So, yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to show this picture. This is that sucky Jeremy Oderkirk. Third <laughs> official ride today. First two, he forgot his phone. Glad you did, because we don't want to see that, Jeremy. The trail was very bumpy. Look at with a sticker he's got on the windshield there. He's the Brat Pack. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I can't wait to ride with Jeremy. It was he's a hoot. He sent me more pictures too. So Justin Bolt, just a few pictures from our first ride in 2020, Mercer, Wisconsin. Some good early season riding and even met some new riding partners. Got a good 100 miles in and spent some money at a few local establishments. He had some pictures of the local establishments. I kind of, I couldn't get them in the screen. They're really blurry, but what a great shot, eh? Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Yamaha looks like that. Is that this, this year's side wonder? It looks like it. Blue, yeah, it's no, I like the blue on blue, yeah, yeah it's cool. Maybe it's 2020. Yeah, well, that is nice. 
I've never yeah. ridden one of them. I'd like to get my hands on one. I want to ride an SRX, Jesse. I, I want to get one out dialed with that stage three kit, get out on a long lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just let her go. There you go. Yeah. I think that's yeah, one of those yeah. Venoms back there. Those new, like, single, the single cylinder kid oh, sleds. Yeah. Behind Gary, yeah. yeah Gary, too. Yeah, take a look. Like, you see? Yeah, it is, too. It is a Venom. Oh, yeah. Go yeah, by yeah. the headlight. Yeah. Right there, that third. Yeah. Can I zoom in on that? Oh. Yeah, it's a Venom. Oh. Everybody that ever rode at the sh- at the shootout, you know, the um, where they ride the sleds for next year that's coming out, everyone yeah. said the blast and the venom. They people were fighting over them, all the media guys, because <laughs> they were they said they were such a hoot. The yeah. single longer, and apparently, I guess it brought back old days. You could just throw it around and have a <laughs> ton of fun. Are. Yeah, that, that is a venom. Yep, and you talk about yeah. the headlight. Yeah, that is yeah. cool. Lucky, lucky kid, right. Yeah. Perfect. How do I get rid of, I got to get rid of my name here. Yeah, it says, uh, it says that's me. Hey. Yeah, that's Vipers. cool. Oh, he's in the chat. Yeah, he's in the chat. two Vipers. So, yeah, they're. That's yeah, that's cool. So, thanks, it's man. his buddy's wife's sled. She loves it. Oh, yeah. Like that thing for trail riding, that thing would keep up with the best of them, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, what do we got here? We got Bruce Stewart. He's a big fan too. He says, Gary Brewster again, just dropping a few more pictures to add to the fan photos. Me and a few friends took a quick New Year's Eve trip up to Tug. Wait for it. Hill. And he's. (laughs) (laughs) Think of where that is. And he put a quick 100 miles from 9 30 a.m. to 12 30 p.m. and headed back home after that. Tug Hill's only spot right now available to ride because of the 50-degree weather and rain we got last week. It's a two-hour drive from my house, but worth the trip every season. I usually only go to the Tug when there isn't snow or anywhere else because it gets packed for my liking. 300 miles total so far this year. Hope you enjoy the picks. Thank you. Well, that's the thing. They say Tug Hill is like Halliburton, Rich. It's like they get yeah. all the snow off the lake, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So well, we, got a, it, we got a little... Uh, Gift coming That's in there. Snowstorm chat. on Bobby's side. Yeah, super chat. Oh, right on, snowstorm. Thank you Thanks, so buddy. much. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a, a penny less than being on the uh, the 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 mountain madman. We'll, <laughs> we'll give him a mountain madman for that. He's yeah, man. he's a good guy. We appreciate he's it. Right there. Yeah, right on. It might have been the it might have been the Canadian dollar exchange. Who knows? Did you hear the mountain soundtrack there? Yeah. Oh good. yeah. I was wondering what that you was. Know, <laughs> and there, he just, he, just, he just bought me a beer. Nice. All right. Let's do this. Okay. So we got Bruce Stewart taken care of, right? No, we got his uh, there we go. there. We we what... package today. That's why he was saying it. Thanks. So. Oh, cool. That's Good awesome. Chance. I picked mine up yeah. from that thing today, too. Oh, did you really? I didn't get one. What the hell yeah. are you guys talking about? <laughs> hey, uh, Ty, you wonder what truck matches your sled, Rich? Here it well, is. Yeah, very nice. That was, that was my old truck, actually. Was it really? I my sport, but mine was all black. Yeah. He said. He yeah. said he just picked up the new Matrix 850. It's just enough snow here in northern Michigan for a little test ride. The 850 rips. Yeah. Is that the, uh, the gray with a little bit of black? Is that that color combo? Yeah, nice. it is. It's a. It's got a black gray door. He's got a gray tunnel though. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Great tunnel. He's got. It's all gray, gray except the shoulders. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to copy Jesse next year and I'm going to black out my uh, my side panels and get all black. <laughs> no, as nice. soon as I see him do that, I'm like, ooh, that's a great idea. Oh, yeah. yeah it looks good. As soon as you I know order it, yeah. I ordered it last year and I was like, they're not staying around. They're going to be black. Yeah. 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 No, it was good, man. The sled looks nice, especially with the windshield. The whole blocked out is. That, it changes the entire sled. It's unbelievable. It's just like, it gets rid of like the tint is nice, but then once you black it out, it's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. It doesn't, it, Jesse, for you, it needs one thing on the hood. It needs the Burt Reynolds gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like right on the windshield? The Phoenix. The Phoenix. <laughs> right up the hood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It match your shocks too. Yeah, I was just gonna say I get it the same color as the shocks. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it. I'll help you out. Mm -hmm. Just let me know. This is our our pal Corey. He says, "Hey Gary, here's a few pics from the last few days: New Year's Eve trip to Halliburton Forest, and Friday Saturday trip to Bonfield, Mattawa, and back, and then south to then from South River to Kearney to Edgewater Lodge for lunch and back. And he was able to log 450 kilometers." which is awesome for beginning of January. Trails were poor to amazing. Definitely need more snow and cold as the lakes and swamps are soft. Love the show. Keep it up. Cheers. And oh, by the way, Skidoo rocks. <laughs> <laughs> we, made it up we went up to Edgewater too, yeah. but it was closed. We got all the way up there. We yeah, he actually there. sent a picture of that. He had takeout on the seat of the, the Edgewater. Oh, okay. So they weren't even okay. doing... So when you were there, were they doing takeout at all? Or? Oh, it was completely closed. But that was New Year's Day, so... Oh, yeah, that could be too, right? Yeah, we want to so, Yeah, I did uh, just a little incident, in, incidental thing here. I did his little graphics there on the tunnel and the uh, the side panel. You see how it's got the digital camel? Mm -hmm. we, awesome. like we made it look factory, but we wanted something just a little bit different. And then he ordered the he ordered the lava red uh, windshield skirt, and I gave him some extra vinyl to do the, the riser in, in red as well. So it's yeah. got a nice pop to it. Yeah. It's gorgeous right. sled. Make it your own. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll make it my own when he's ready to trade it in. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is Brian Coat. Look at this picture. That's a small that Isn't that freaking cool? Beauty. Yep. Maybe the color of the sleds pop off. Huh? That's nice. That's Canada too. He says, uh, love your show. We got out for a very first ride yesterday. Great time. Pretty sure he, he's from Canada. You know? Looks like it could be. Yeah. And then we got this clown again. <laughs> Second picture. Oh, wait, I'm getting a call. Oh, hi. It's the show producer. He wants Jeremy to know you suck. And Mike <laughs> sucks, too. You guys suck. <laughs> Jeremy says, uh, you should be familiar because this is where we got stopped last winter by the cops. Fourth picture is South River. I don't I have a fourth picture where we had lunch. The remaining pictures are both Mike and my skidoos in front of a Polaris dealership. I did see that. That's at, in front of Rick Wards. I wanted oh, to do great. that last year. Yeah. Encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you get a giggle out of these. Great ride with a great friend. Can't wait to do it again next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> Isn't that a pair though, eh? Oh, yeah. That's a 2020 and a and a two ninety-nine, I think it is. Evolution, 20, right? 21 yeah. years, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that, that thing of Jeremy's runs great. It's amazing. He got it for five hundred bucks. So you can't if he's got 
if he's got 400 K on it or whatever now, and he put on a thousand or whatever last year, he's got his money and then some, Absolutely. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Jeff Sibbett, Jeff Sibbett's the tech vest winner. Oh, nice. right on. Yeah. Nice. So he's a, he's a good cat. And I did his license numbers on the side there, right? Uh, right. Uh, somewhere <laughs> down there, right in there. Uh, here's some photos of our first real outing. The trails were great. My son, Aiden, and I loved it. Oh, he says, check out my registration numbers, LOL. I did. Show nice everybody. Too. Bucket too. Look at that. That's, that's nice. awesome. that lens. That's, that fire that lens. lens. Awesome. Yeah. Crazy looking. Wow. Mm -hmm. Look at how it seals up. It's like it's a, like it's a, like a visor that snaps down. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I bridge when we get sponsored by 509, we'll, we'll all be wearing those. <laughs> we'll be ducking out. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Look at this picture. I'm with nice. them. I was taking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is, uh, this is Justin again. He says, just some additional photos of our 400 mile week in Northern Wisconsin and the upper peninsula. Wife and I are partners road from mercer wisconsin to lake of the woods 200 mile round trip he said lake of the coulds i wonder if that's a I'll joke an inside joke because he spelt it c-o-u-l-d-s um as you can see just, just west of our east of uh thunder bay it is yeah as you can see my wife barely made it back overall a great week Wish there was more snow. Oh, and broke bogey wheels on both Yamahas. I guess that means we're riding them how they're meant to be ridden. And he gives us one of these. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah. nice. I didn't Got put the other shot. photos in, but isn't that shot? Like I, th I thought on the big screen, this thing, this shot yeah, doesn't. That's a nice picture. Yeah. You're pretty close to the Canadian border there, I think. It's a lot of guys ride mm -hmm. the, the Upper Peninsula and they come around through Canada. Yep. And then this is uh, Cal Waters. Oh, so this is the pictures Bobby sent in, said uh, he was having some trouble. So there you can see it's the 509 winter sled there. That's a nice so color. Awesome. I love that combo. That is wicked. Isn't that cool? Yep. Very simple, too. Yeah. I like it. And look at how happy the guy is there and his girlfriend, too. Oh, yeah. you win that? that's, <laughs> a, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, like I said before, that's a good day. Oh, He's yeah. He's probably still smiling. <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah. awesome. For sure. Yeah, it's got even got the bumper on it too. Yeah, see that? That's, That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Troy Parks, he just rounded out the year with the long awaited delivery of his 2021 Skidoo Expe Expe Expedition Extreme 850 E Tech. The dealer went all out and had it ready to be picked up on the 30th before the end of the year. We're still waiting for snow here, so he'll. Use the time to install some accessories. I'm coming off a 2015 Expedition Sport 900 Ace. Another great sled, though, too. They're wicked. Those yeah. things. So when we did a trip up in Quebec, uh, one of the guys, Tony, had one of them. And the thing hauled. Like, I mean, his, the one guy swapped off. He goes, I'm taking the couch for a ride. And he rode it. He went blowing by us all, going over jumps. And the thing just, they, they're wild. They're actually. They're the really, Expedition. They're yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what it's all about, though, right? Oh, yeah. We were riding. We went riding with Paul again, and he's got just the 900 Ace Blizzard. And my buddy George, about my Renegade, he goes, "I'm blown away by that thing. You can't even hear it. Nope. Like it's so dead quiet." And 
it just cruises along, keeps up with all of us. And we're just yeah. ripping that day, right? Yeah. And uh, I mean, Paul doesn't skip a beat. So, and who's this? Who's this porn star? Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, we got to wait for, you, for him to come back. Okay. <laughs> I'll just be floating around out here. There you go. <laughs> Enjoying some summer weather. Yeah. I, <laughs> I wonder where he went. So what's happening? Who's who we got in the in the chat? We got Dominator two two eighty six, Wisco Sledheads, Go Big Parts, Lake oh, of the Clouds is what he called it. Lake of the Clouds, not Lake of the Coulds. Oh, Lake uh, of the Clouds. Jeremy Older Kirk wants to know where the other pictures are. Hey, we got another uh, super hey, chat from Cool Bear. Thanks, Coda. Right on, Coda, man. Thank you so much, buddy. Look at this dancing guy he's got going there. That's awesome. Oh, I love it. It's a super sticker. We love <laughs> stickers. That's awesome. Thanks, Coda. Coda, I've been loving your ride videos too, man. That's just unbelievable. So we got uh, we got Sto Snowstorm. We got uh, Bruce Stewart, Nicholas Ryan, Cal Waters, Mahogany Rush. That's a new one. Ghost Skidoo. I love that. Coda Bear TV. Jacob Gardner. Got Sledders Nation. Uh, he says uh, Sledders Nation. He's got himself a 21 Renegade XRS. J Fly nice. Low. He's in the house. No one before me was first in on Bobby's channel. I had uh, I had a guy come in on Crepe. Uh, he came in on Friday or Saturday. Whenever I put the actual announcement out that we were going on tonight, he's been waiting around since then. <laughs> yeah, he was actually in the chat. <laughs> already i wish i could remember who it was right, jesse, back. On it. Yeah. okay jesse we're wondering who this porn star is <laughs> straight out of the 70s yeah, yeah. god i love it look at the dog that's, with his that's, like, that's you, do awesome. boating too? Hmm? <laughs> you do some boating as well yeah so i got a house down on the water so that's my uh that's my summer fun that's a 35 fountain with twin 502s that we go and play out on so Dang. Nice. Gotta get some nice. video of that this summer, but yeah. Nice yeah. Well, summer's gonna be a whole nother whirlwind of tons I of told fun. these I told these guys when I was introducing you this super cool dude, the super cool dog. Like what the hell? How do I get a piece of that? Yeah. Yeah. I've got a Starcraft. It's almost a fountain. <laughs> you, you can drive it, you can drive it into a fountain. <laughs> All right, on. What are we looking at here? So this was, uh, I want to say, 2012 or 2013 in Valcor, Quebec. So that's uh, still to this date one of my best friends, Mike Pilot, and that was probably our most epic battle that we had. Um, just one of the one of the races that I'll never forget. He ended up passing. Well, he was leading, I passed him, and then uh, he ended up passing me back in the in the last turn right before the finish line and he ended up winning it. But just, we look back and talk about it all the time. that was like probably one of the most memorable uh, races of my career. Nice. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Did you win a lot or were you, were you just doing it for fun or were, was no, it? No, no. Like I said, it was, it was my job. That's what I did for a living. So I was lucky enough to have a bunch of, you know, sponsors and stuff like that, that it didn't necessarily cost me anything. So my min my winnings were for me. So again, that was, that was my job. So yeah, I was, Decent, I would like to think. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So how many years did you do that for, Jess? So I was I was in it doing it for full time for six years. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Listen, man, getting paid to do something you love. 
That's half yeah. the battle right there. Actually, that is the battle, right? So. It's a good time. I mean, I, you know, as you get older, I always wish, you know, I knew then what I know now. Um, but I had a hell of a time. It, you know, it, it it taught you so much, and it it made me who I am today. Between just dedication and and responsibility and stuff like that. You know, I did a lot of it myself. But uh, man, we had a good time. Nice. I, I really yeah, wouldn't nice. the world. So. That's awesome. So did you travel with a great big rig with like the accommodations in the back and all the... I actually, I was kind of like an independent rider for the manufacturers and, you know, personal sponsor. So I had a, I had a Ford four-door dually with a 38-foot trailer that I used to tow. Um, so that was my, my mechanic shop. That was where I practically lived. And then there was a camper that used to follow me that my, my old man used to pull around. So... Um, you know, we used to have a two-man band going every single race. So we had a good time. We had a big following. We had a, a lot of friends, a lot of family that used to go with us and stuff like that. Everyone loved being involved and, and throwing in a hand. So we had a, we had a really good time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And you got to race at Valcour, man. That's huge. That's great. That's yeah, awesome. Valcour is always fun. Yeah. Um, so Valcour is sweet. Go ahead. Uh, what, what's, what are we looking at here? Is this your dad? So no, this is, uh, I've talked about him before Ingalls performance. You guys have probably even heard of him up, up in Canada. So that is their right hand guy. That's Gary. Um, he's been racing with Mike Ingalls for the longest time, helped me out a ton. And then that's my uncle. This is when I won in, in Duluth, um, from the back row. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was 100 and, 110 sleds that entered. Jeez. I went one, two in the qualifiers, had to go through the LCQ, won the LCQ, and so I started in the back row. And uh, I, had first, I had first by the first corner and, and ran away with it. Yeah, so nice. that was that was probably the biggest win of my career there. Right on. Mm -hmm. Well, especially going from a last chance qualifier and then you win. Yeah. That's, all, that's when awesome. You had, when you had that many people, you had to go like 1-1 one, one to be – you yeah, know, sure. right, right in. So it was tough. We had that was a stacked, stacked field that day. Nice. So that was, that was a good win. That was a big one. That's awesome. Very good. So there you go, Gary. He was on skiddies. So you know, I know that's why I yeah. wasn't going to show any racing pictures. And then I and then I looked and I oh yeah, these are all dues. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not all dues. Not There's all dues. There's one coming. I know it when you're talking about. This was also yeah. uh, earlier in the day at that Duluth race, just going uphill. It was always one of my favorite pictures, though. The backdrop at Duluth was awesome. I'm actually, I'm actually upset they're not racing there this year. But uh, you had that big backdrop of I can't even think of the, the lake right now. So all the pictures from there were always like off the chart. They were always so good. For sure, sweet. So when you when you came up to Canada, how long would you would you do the circuit for, like for three weeks in Canada? Like there's up or back. you go back and forth really back. Back. yeah yeah so we always had like either two or three races uh in canada so they were they were long ones like i used to leave on like wednesdays a lot of times we would practice thursday and then race friday saturday sunday and then pack up on sunday and start my trek home nice. yeah it was it was a lot yeah. two, three four in the morning and be like all right now i'm sleeping for a week but yeah. i could yeah that back up on Wednesday and go back up. So all the sleds had to be washed clean, gone through and, uh, and train on top of all that. So. And the guys we see on your videos now, like that, they do the clutch work for you. Are they from the old racing days? Like, is that where you've met them? 
No, I, I have, uh, I've met a lot of people along the way and I still talk to just about every single one of them. Like the community that, especially back then, and I, I'm kind of out of it now, so I'm not a hundred percent sure how it is, but back then we were all so close. And I, I be, again, became such good friends with so many of them that like still to this day, I still talk to them. And, you know, the guy stuff that I'm running now, he's doing exactly with this exact sled what I want to do. So I'm kind of, I've strayed in other directions, but I still always run stuff by all the guys back then and, and they love it. And they, you know, they still keep in touch with me and they're on top of all the stuff and watch all the videos and, you know, so they're loving it. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta keep those people close to you, right? You know, because they keep you on the road. Is this your trailer here you're talking about? That was my first trailer. When I first started racing, uh, that was a trailer my, my father bought for me and, you know, he wanted to get it wrapped. So that was back in 2000. Oh, man, I can't even tell you how long ago that was. So that was the first trailer I ever ran out of. It was right there. And that nice. was my, dad, my dad's excursion in front of it, and that's what we used to go to all the races in. Very cool. And then the picture on the left is your is your uh, dirt track racing days, yeah, is it? Yeah, that's actually my sister uh, in that picture. That was after, obviously, one of the wins that we had. And that was a whole other chapter of my life. That, I'm, once the weather changes and we're out of Stallville season, I still, again, bunch of, you know, friends with a bunch of those guys. So I'm going to, you know, dabble in that and go into a couple shops and go to a couple races and stuff and show everyone the, the ins and outs of that whole community, too, which is just as tight as anyone else's. That's, That's awesome. cool. Yeah, a lot of neat stuff you've got cooking yeah. in the background there. So, I was I was thinking that was uh, that was your girlfriend Corey there. Oh uh, no, no, that was actually my sister. She's uh, yeah. she's just about every one of the races and probably my number one fan. So, That's cool. Corey was as well. But yeah, is Corey? I wasn't. You're are you married or are you you no. just dating or just dating? We've been uh, we've been together for like twelve years. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to tell you a little bit of advice from an old fart here. Mm -hmm. Any any girl that'll hop on the back of your sled in the middle of the snowstorm and rip around city streets without a complaint, marry her yesterday. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a good egg. We have a good time and uh, we have a lot of fun. I mean, uh, so this past weekend was her first time actually riding like up on trails and stuff like that, and she loved it. So um, I could see where my future's heading right there. Uh, with another project somewhere along the line. So um, that's cool. Good. Yeah, that's good, man. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And then what are we looking at here? This guy here, I was laughing at the photo here. He doesn't look too thrilled. <laughs> that's Connor. He's another <laughs> one of my good buddies. This is just a win. One of the wins. It was my last year racing. Uh, just one of those ones. It was just fun interacting with the fans. The fans were out of control that weekend, and they loved it. It was pouring rain. It was like 45 degrees. This was in Fonda, New York, actually, hmm. uh, I think 2014 or so. It's actually at a dirt track. So it's in the summer and springtime, it's a dirt track, and then they had a snowcross race there in the wintertime. So that was just a good one. That was a fun one. Like I said, the fans were super involved, and they were reacting to everything. So that was always something that I'll remember as well. That's wild. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Here we go. It's not there a skidoo. Is. Right there it is. Going to a cat. Yeah. So Co uh, Coda Bear, Co just before you go into this, Coda Bear TV wants to know why you gave up racing, Jesse. Um, I started at a young age, and I did a lot of it myself, and I hurt my back pretty bad my second to last year. And uh, I, I, I dealt with – 
a lot of issues, back issues, pain, stuff like that, riding that whole second year, rested, recovered. And then as soon as the, my last season started, it, you know, it was pretty much right back in the same boat. I get two herniated discs and a hole in my vertebrae. So um, it was it was tough to do it, and I loved it. But then I also started car racing, which was way easier on my body. So I, uh, you know, it was it was right. It was at that time in my life where it was like you know roads are going to divide sooner or later, and I decided to go you know the car racing route just just because it was easier on my body. Yeah. <laughs> Did you race uh, motocross or anything like that before you got into this? No, no, I never got into it. So I was just, I grew up trail riding and, and stuff like that. And the one dealership my father used to get all the sleds from, he, uh, the one mechanic there or had a race sled and stuff like that. And I tried it one time and then that was, that was the end of that whole story. And then there we were racing, you know, full time. So. Yeah. Yeah. And no listen, uh, like that, my, my parents or my father and my uncle, raced offshore boats from like the late eighties to the mid nineties. Nice. So that that's an expensive hobby too. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about expense that blows anything else that you could think yeah. of. That water from thousands yeah. every minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually Muskoka Ed says, uh, you're right. You marry her. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and, um, so Ted Smith wants to know where Jesse's from. I am from New Jersey, pretty much dead smack in the middle. You can't get any more centralized north, south, east, and west. I'm right in the middle. Right on. How long does it take you to, to get to ride in the trails, Jesse? Like how far of a well, ride? Where I ride in Tug Hill, it takes me four and a half. Wow, that's, well, that's dedication. Let me do the sound effect. That's dedication. Uh, right. And the problem uh, overholt says, hey, Jesse, is that a sportsman or a mod? That's it. That was at the time that was a sportsman. And then, uh, shortly after that is when I started the, my modified, uh, debut and, and started running. So, uh, if anyone's watching my mentor and the guy that used to build all my cars and who I raced for is Jimmy Horton, um, who was in NASCAR and everything like that. He's actually the only guy to leave Talladega in a race car before they put the catch fence up. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah if you, uh, if you search Jimmy Horton Talladega, you'll see it. It's pretty huge racing pedigree there. Pretty yeah. brutal, eh? Pretty yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, Ted, uh, who is it? Uh, Jeffrey Fertino says, why did Jesse switch from Skidoo to Polaris? So when I started, uh, started trail riding again, after I retired from racing and everything like that, I, uh, I always love Skidoo, Skidoo sleds. I, thought they, I think they build a, a very great product. Uh, I think it's, there's a lot of engineering behind it. There's a lot of thought. Um, unfortunately I ended up broke my gen four, which you guys will learn. I kind of break anything that I touch. Um, so I broke gen four suspension right out of the bottom of it. And, uh, I was kind of sitting there, I was sitting a duck and the, the guy whose house that I stay at offered me his Polaris XCR to ride for the weekend. Cause if I didn't get offered that, I'd kind of be, you know, dead in the water and, fell in love with it and i traded my gen 4 in with 500 miles on it on a on a 850 polaris that next week wow wow that's funny yeah yeah you're allowed you're allowed to make some bad choices though i guess eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got was... the right dog and the right girlfriend we'll, we'll let you make the wrong uh, <laughs> um, choice on that i just got to respond to coda bear here he's 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 ribbon skidoo here. Yeah, yeah. 
So what stuck out to you on the Polaris that made you like it so much? Um, I thought the just how it handled was just it blew my mind. I thought the front end was the best front end that I've ever that I've ever sat on that I've ever rode. And I mean, it, you know, the harder you push it, the the better and better and better it is. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing that I didn't like about the Gen Fours. I wasn't I wasn't sold on you know the ergonomics of it, the way that you sat. I thought it was not very rider forward. I didn't like the front ends on them. I thought they were super, super tippy. I was getting ready to get the race sled front end with the taller spindles and everything to put on my trail sled just to try to get it to work right. And then I was kind of told with the Polaris, I just, I liked, I love the old school rev, like the first original rev. And I felt like the ski, the, the newer Polaris were like, those on steroids you know they're just like a refined version of the rev and i just i felt for like an aggressive rider i couldn't i loved it i absolutely fell in love with it and that's hence why i still have this my now my third third players in a row and that's jesse the, the newer the newer movement of the matrix like it's even better than last yeah year. So oh yeah matrix. like yeah. I, I couldn't believe that when when uh, steve and i went out i said to him i said wow like what everyone's saying is true these things are these things are amazing yeah, they're incredible. So I almost didn't snow check a sled this year. I because I had my Pro S last year and only had eleven hundred miles on it. So I was like, well, I'll just keep this, you know, for another year, two years, and then last second decision, I was like, ah, screw it, I'll get it. So I got it, and I'm very, very happy that I did it because they are even just from the Axis chassis, it's mind blowing. Yep, much better they even are. And honestly, it's really it's not the chassis, the chassis, the bulkhead, the A arms, everything's the same. It's just the plastics of it. It's the way you sit. It's the way you know, how skinny it is. So it's super nimble. You can throw it around wherever you want. And I'm beyond pleased with it. Never yeah, mind the wind deflection, the hand warmers, the gauge, you know, everything that goes along with it. They really did a good job on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mark Slayton says another awesome show guys. I've been watching Jesse's build of Bruno. Pretty awesome machine. I can't wait until we get some frozen lakes so we can take it for a rip. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're getting there. I put put a couple miles on. I got like 110 on it from this past week, and it's it's getting better and better and better. So we're uh, we're seeing some gains in it, and it's gonna just keep getting better. So yeah, right on. Uh, do you ever race with Levi Lavalley or any anyone like that? Any oh, big names? A guy that I uh, one of the kids that used to be my main competitor, Jake Scott, went on to race for Levi. So I've met Levi a bunch of times, been in this trailer stuff like that, but never raced against him though. Levi's That's a great. Cool. Great guy. Awesome personality. Super nice guy. Doesn't matter who you are. He will always sit there, take a picture, hang out, talk to you. So, you know, kudos to him because I think the sport needs more guys like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. hundred percent, Dustin. Oh, no, that, that's rich. <laughs> yeah, Mudbrats needs to get a 650 Polaris. He will love it. And then that was my Probably response. would. You would. Probably would. Yeah, they hey, were. Dustin, uh, you would, Gary. But I don't know whether you know this jesse james or not but you and i i couldn't figure out why we i knew you okay and it's because you you actually did some modeling back in the day <laughs> and you modeled on one of i i have a my company flash displays.ca uh it's a trade show company and i and i you actually modeled on my honda element that i had a few years ago i don't know whether anyone in the chat would know of this truck but anyone local to me in air, even Toronto in the trade show circuit, knew this truck well. 
and uh, you were on it. You you actually modeled for me <laughs> when I did this truck. So, and I was thinking, where do I know this guy from? And and Fantastic. and it was like, why do I love this guy so much? And here it is. There I am. I remember when I You've known me all along. Yeah, this truck was burgundy, believe it or not. I wrapped it black. And wow. when I did it, my I brought it home. My wife said, my kids were little at the time. They go, we are not going to ride in that thing. I go, don't worry about it. Everybody's taking selfies with it and posing near it. And everyone's That's doing that. You know. Talk about getting, getting your attention. That'll get your attention. That's hilarious. I love that truck, man. That's saddest right. day was when I had to peel the wrap off when I traded it back in, you know. So <laughs> beautiful truck, awesome, beautiful truck. But there you go. I was thinking, man, I this guy's familiar. I don't know where, and it's like, yeah, you <laughs> modeled, you actually modeled on my truck. There I you go. I forgot all about it. Didn't even think about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Whoa. So Jesse. For everyone that hasn't seen your videos in the chat, can you go over what you've done to uh, Bruno so far this year? Like yeah. So uh, once he finally got delivered, which actually I was, I was very lucky that I was, I got it as early as I did. Um, so I had a game plan going into it when I bought him of what I was going to do. So pretty much I took bone stock VR 1850 and pretty much gutted it. I took everything out of it from uh, clutches drive chain, train, suspension, skis, and pretty much gutted it down to nothing. So the game plan is and what it, what it is right now. So pretty much it did a, a big wheel kit. Um, for those of you that don't know what a big wheel kit is, it increases the diameter of the rear bogey wheels and the drivers that actually spin your track. The theory behind it is the bigger diameter that the track has to go around, the less friction it has, um, ultimately resulting in a higher top end. So I did new drivers, new gearing, new rear axle, new track, studded the track, got the shocks revalved, stiffer rear torsion springs, uh, put my Fox QS3s on the front, CNAs, went through full clutch kit, sent my clutch out to get balanced by Patrick Custom Carbon, different riser, you know, blackout the windshield, everything like that. Nice. So it's been uh, it's been a pretty extensive list of things, and there's there's a couple things that are coming down the pipe, not necessarily planned, but they're coming. Right on. So that's cool. How so, much track do you think you actually have on the ground once you put the big wheel kit in? Do you think it's like a one thirty? I don't even know what it would be so, to be honest. So it it was a one twenty nine, and it's now a one thirty six. Um, okay. If you're looking at track footprint, though, it's probably only like another bar or two bars okay. on the ground. So it's really not that much because a lot of it is taken up, you know, with the big wheel kit and everything like that. So yeah. it's not necessarily a, a suit, way bigger footprint, but you need that extra length of the track to go to fit around all that, that diameter. So nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it just goes to interrupt, just to interrupt here, Dustin Ingram, he sent me five bucks for the player 650 fund. Or the part need parts for my skidoo or 509 boots. Thank you so much, Dustin. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love you guys. The chat is awesome. Yeah. Just love you guys. So it'll go to skidoo parts more than anything else. <laughs> I got my straight line clutch parts in and they're installed and the uh it needs some tuning from what Adam says. So there you go. He said that 
yeah, he, he put him in and he goes, I think we got too much weight in there. He goes, you're not going to like it. So we'll see what happens. So he's, we're going to, we're going to field test it on Thursday and then pull some weight out if we have to. And, uh, nice. and I think uh, my buddy Dino, he rides a 600 R 2019 XRS and we swapped sleds when we were trail riding and he got off and everybody was there to witness it. And he said, Porter, that's the hardest pulling 600 E-Tech he's been on. Nice. So I want to, and, and I want to race him. I want to race Mark Bow for pinks. Line him up. Line him up. Then nice. I'll own a blizzard and then I'll, uh, yeah. so from what Adam says, I need to go back. I, we went too far on the clutch. So yeah, but we'll figure that one out. And I feel like new, no two sleds are the same either. So what works in one, lots That's of true. times work in another one. Yeah. Down I think I think Roscoe has the magic dust. You know, the it's that sled that come off the the production line, and it had the magic dust. It mm -hmm. like before I started doing anything on it, it was a beast. It flew, and uh, man, oh man, it's it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I. I was playing with the 800 Renegade that I used to own when we were out riding with it. I was riding with him the other day and it's like, I want to line these up now too. I'm really getting into that now. And I wish straight line performance gave me a whole shopping list of what I should do to this thing. And I, and I didn't pull the trigger on it uh, just cause I didn't want to put the money into this sled, but the uh, I'm wishing I did now. I mean, if I keep it, I might, but I, still can, I don't want right? to keep it. Yeah. I still can. If I keep it, I will. But I got a 50th anniversary sled, Jesse, and I and I shouldn't be in love with it as much as I am, but I should sell it and keep if I upgrade, I should sell it and keep mm -hmm. Roscoe. And I'm wrapping Roscoe this week. I got the wrap sitting beside me right here. But the um I'm wrapping Roscoe and stuff. So it'll be it'll suck to actually ride it for a couple of weeks and then and then get rid of it. But who knows? We'll see. We got someone else here that wants to join the show. Bring him in here. It's a gray screen right now. Hey Gary, I got Dustin Ingram's asking Jesse if he can put a link in his video for the guy in Indiana who worked on his clutch. I might want to get mine done. Thanks. Great show, boys. Yeah, do you have that, Jesse? No, it isn't. Lagging a little bit. Yeah, I just have a gray screen. Does this make it better? Yeah. Can you guys hear me or uh, no? Jesse. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah. We can hear you now. Now. Yep. I wonder if it was John Luke that was actually. Uh, yeah. See, when I bring him up, it kills the feed. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll yeah. I just had, when you pull him up, it's just a great, great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, Sledders Nation. We got another uh, mountain madman. <laughs> Here's to you, boys. Cheers, Sledders Nason. That's awesome. Much appreciated, uh, man. Yeah, here I'll uh, I'll text John Luke and tell him to tell him he's uh, killing the stream. <laughs> so your first thought on the um, Bruno's first ride this uh, past weekend, Jesse? What do you think of them? They're they're super impressive. Um, like we were talking about before, I think just like the ergonomics and everything of it, the it's warm. It's very warm. And I'm one that does normally get cold because I don't like to wear too much stuff. I don't want to be, you know, the guy from Christmas story. <laughs> so yeah. I, 
So I, wind protection was really good. Uh, the hand warmers are out of this world good. Um, are, is that better now? Yeah, now yep. I can see. Yep, you can see now. Perfect. Hey, John. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. This is uh, John Luke from Energy Power Sports. I'm sitting in his showroom right now. Yeah, and I'm at home. What's wrong with that? Yeah, and thank you for leaving all the keys in these things because I'm taking a few for a spin tonight. No worries, no worries. We're going to see how that 900 Ace Turbo does down the paved roads. <laughs> Very good. It's not a problem. We're out of sleds, so you know what? Um, you're going to have to take uh, either a spider or an off-road vehicle. Well, that's a good thing. I won't complain about that either. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you've had a good summer. You've had a good summer at Energy. Yeah, it's been it's been absolutely crazy. Um, obviously, we've had um, we sold out of Cedus probably right around the end of June, just before June June thirtieth, uh, and we began pre-selling. Believe it or not, twenty twenty one Cedus at that time, and we're nearly two hundred fifty pre-sold Cedus for next year. Holy crap. And uh, so it's just been absolutely crazy. It's been the same thing. We, we began selling sleds in, uh, I'd say, about July. Usually July we get, you know, the odd guy that gets the itch a little bit and, you know, they're, they're getting antsy. Uh, they're getting a little excited. So the used market on sleds typically gets gets a bit of a bump in July. And, uh, yeah, we but we start to sell brand new sleds. People pre-ordering, calling for any spring orders that have been dropped. It was just really odd, and so July, August, and September, and just it, we sold out September sixteenth of all sleds. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. John, and Jumpman J twenty four says, "Cheers, John Luke." Yeah, thank you. you. Yeah. Ones at home too. Yeah. yeah, and I, re I really want to say thank you. Uh, one of our customers, uh, Corey Brock, who you showed a picture of uh, of his sleds recently. He's one of our customers. He's the guy who brought me on to you guys. And oh, uh, you just yeah, awesome guy. I saw him today. He came into the store to pick up some oil. Um, but uh, he's an awesome writer. He's just uh, he's a good guy. I've never had the privilege of writing with him, but I did promise him, and I'm sure he's listening right now, uh, that we'll be doing a ride sometime uh, this winter, hopefully. So yeah, nice. he wants to get the three of us out. That's what he wants to do. So I that'd think be great. That'd be great. Yeah. So you're you're a fairly new dealership. Corey was building building you up to me for for years now, um, but uh, you're you're about a year and a half old. Is that right? Yeah, we're going to be two years. Uh, February the eighteenth. Yeah, yeah. On the first day yeah. that we opened, uh, I was not even there actually. On the first day we opened, I had to fly to Vegas uh, for the uh, for the unveiling of uh, what, what we call club club BRP. Actually, if you if you if you Google or you go on your YouTube, there's a bunch of clubs. That's when all the dealers come worldwide into one spot, and BRP reveals all the new product. And I got to tell you, if you ever get any of you get the opportunity to go with a dealer, uh, it's an exceptional moment. Um, I've, I've I've been in the car business for many years, uh, and I've seen what companies like Nissan, Toyota, Ford, GM do. BRP does it to. Uh, a completely different level and it's outstanding it really really is great so uh so yeah so it'll be two years coming up in february 18th uh, that we've been open it feels like it's been 10 years uh, it's been so busy it's been crazy busy um but it's been great it's been a great adventure so far um uh, the people the clients are awesome i will say this the skidoo people the skidoo customers are, are probably our, our our most challenging and this is in a good way 
but they tend to be gearheads and they know all the details. Um, and at times, you know, I think they, they probably expect that we would know everything, but these people have studied only the MXZ XRS 850 to the nth degree. And the part they may not realize is when we get the book to order these things, there's about 700 different ways to order these things. It's right. mind boggling. It's just, you're just, uh, it's crazy, but it's, um, it's been a really good ride so far for sure. That's good. Snowmobilers are a different breed for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> In a breed they are. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Neil Owen, he's a big fan. He's the president of the, the uh, Collingwood snow snowmobile club. And he says he loves to look at, at John Luke's dealership. He'll come down and see the dealership once we're free to travel again how's that affecting things right now like like do you do appointment only or or how is it uh, like if you needed parts or or anything like that yeah well we're pretty fortunate we're, we're an e-commerce store uh when it comes down to parts so we can ship stuff out um although right now we'll say that brp is is definitely struggling with uh with shipping of parts and, and a few things like that but for the most part it's been really really good um we ship out across canada anywhere from, uh, I think to, today it was just 250 boxes that left out the store. But if you want to pick it up in the store, like, like Corey did today, uh, you got to set an appointment. So when you come in, you got to sign in a form with your phone number that you have come to the store. And it's, it's, it's kind of challenging, but you know we, we have to take no more than 10 people in the store, given our size uh, of the showroom. You got to make an appointment for service, uh, for to drop off, to pick up uh, appointment for parts, and of course, if you want to purchase a, a unit, you have to make an appointment. There's no sort of walking around. The challenge with that is, as you know, as all you guys know, like it's fun to go to a power sports store and look at the toys. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And a lot of people want to do that. And we kind of have to tell people, stop, you, you can't. In fact, on the weekend, we had my dad and his three kids. Uh, mom, I guess, push, pushed him out of the house. So he shows <laughs> up and he says, uh, I just want something to do with the kids. I'm <laughs> like, sorry, but... We're not an entertainment studio. We're just, you know, it, it's not what this is about. I can't by law, uh, unfortunately, unless you have an appointment. We try to accommodate people as best we can. It's challenging. Uh, I think a lot of consumers um, uh, feel it's maybe over the top. But, um, you know, I want to operate in the year two, three, and five years from now. I want to continue operating, and I, I don't want – so we got to take the precautions. It sucks. I hate it. Um, I hate wearing the masks. But what can you do? Yeah. You know, yeah. How are this like Jesse and Bobby? Like in the U.S., is is the, are, are dealers restrict, restricted to walk in down there right now? Around me, they're not. You can you can pretty much go in and grab stuff. I think if you were kind of just hanging around, they might you know ask you if you need help, and if not, like try to kind of send you out the door. But um, yeah, like when we went and got my sled, you could see we hung around. We like picked out a helmet and stuff. So. Um, it's not too bad here. I'm not sure about in Jersey, but uh, I actually haven't been at a dealership in Jersey. I know car dealerships you have to have an appointment for service for for anything. Um, as for like the you know the off road vehicle sleds and everything like that, I'm not really sure. I haven't even been in one in Jersey in quite some time, so I'm not too sure. But uh, it's just kind of tough all around for every single business that has you know brick and mortar right now. I I feel for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially with products like that, you know, you want to go in and see it and sit on it and look at it, right? Yeah. And, uh, it's got to be tough. But, you know, I guess if you're looking to buy a sled, 
an ATV, you've probably educated yourself enough. You go online, you pick the colors or whatnot, and they come down. So I guess, you know, with the usage of, uh, of computers and trying to build things online, that, that helps. But yeah, try, try not to stop yourself from going down to the physical store to see it. It must be hard, must be hard. But that's good to hear though, John, that, that you're having great success. Like that's awesome. Yeah, and I think it, this is true to all of the stores around me as well. I mean, in Ontario, uh, I think, I, I don't know if there's any dealers left with any sleds to sell, frankly. Uh, there may be the odd sled here and there. I, I think it's been a banner year for sure. Anybody who had a, a 2017 or 18 left in a crate, it's probably sold by now. Uh, so for, from that perspective, it's been very, very positive. What's great about it, I think, is there's there's this newcomer coming into to the sport, um, which, which is great. I mean, what we need in order to get to keep the sport alive, we need people to discover the sport, right? And uh, so there's some good and bad there. There's some people that have no clue how to ride these things. And, you know, they come in and say, I need the fastest. And that's probably not what they need. <laughs> um, so our role, obviously, is to try to guide them a little bit through the motion and, and understand what their needs are what they really want to do. Um, and oftentimes people think they can be, you know, three, four people riding these things. It's kind of funny. Um, but I'd say we have about 40% new entrance of people that come in the store and, you know, talk to me about a sled. I've, I've, I've never owned one. Uh, what do I need? And by the time you get, you get down to all the things, you know, you need a helmet, you need a, the proper skidoo gear. No, you can't ride this with jeans. Oh, I've seen people on TV with jeans. Well, you know, that guy, the uh, like, guy, um, is, uh, yeah, you know, he's 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 so <laughs> you know, so it's a bit of a spectacle. But, yeah, so when, when you get down to all the things you need, it, it's um, it, people are surprised. But we had a lot of new people come in, and uh, it's been great. A lot of riders that were snowbirds, you know, going to Florida, Phoenix, places like that um, uh, in the winter, now can't travel down there. So they're coming. They bought a cottage, and and they're, they're now uh, heading into uh, heading up north to enjoy the sport that they, maybe they enjoyed in the past, and they're rediscovering, which is just as good as well. So I'm I'm really really thrilled. I hope that it's unfortunate that the trails are uh, maybe not be as wide open as we'd like them to. Um, I just hope from a safety point of view it'll be okay. So there's an education part that we need to to help out with as well uh, for for the new guys coming into the sport. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Well, I'm glad you can do those. We're going to be cleaning I up tonight. It's awesome. Sorry, Gary. Go ahead there, Rich. No, I was just saying it's nice though, that for like all the manufacturers, it'll clear out the pipeline. Like you were mentioning about 2017, 2018s, like that's going to help the industry wide, you know, with yeah. sales down the road too, as well. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of new product coming out in, in the pipeline. Um, uh, I'm, I'm hearing things about Skidoo. I, I, I quite can't comment on it, but but uh, it uh, you know every year. I mean, uh, you know, there, there, there'll always be the, this this new, I think, wave of people. Uh, you, you guys know. You, I don't know whether or not you guys change your sleds every year or two, but we have an awful lot of customer at my store. Where every year they come back and they, they gotta have the best of the best. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, you probably wreck them, right? <laughs> Are you one of those guys that bring them back and say it's in mint condition? <laughs> the time three quarters of the parts are all brand new still. So technically speaking, yeah, yeah. 
But uh, no, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I, I got to tell you, guys like Core Brox, the Core Brox of the world's on my store. Um, I, I love, love to be around them. They're just so passionate. I think that's what we like the best is a lot of our customers who are the diehards in uh, or Skidoo. You know, they live and die by Skidoo. No offense to Polaris or Articat out there, uh, Yamaha people. They make a great product. Oh, as they well. all have them for sure. Uh, for sure, for sure. But um, you know, it's really great when you, you get the people come in and they. They just they have the skidoo tattooed on their arm and, and on their heart. Um, it, it makes our job much easier and and uh, you know it's all about passion really at the end. Yeah, it's good. Eddie, Eddie Whitworth says a guy in jeans. You saw me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Dominator two eighty six wants you to put a word in for skidoo. He said he needs a skidoo Mach Z eight fifty twin turbo. You got a pen and paper handy there. Yeah. You write that down. Put down the 650 for sure for me. You uh, know. Yeah, I know you we talked about this, you and I. So you want that. Hold on a minute. We're gonna get a pen. There you go. <laughs> Any other special requests for this evening? Twin turbo, <laughs> twin pipes. <laughs> yeah, triple eight, eight oh, triple with triple yeah. pipes. Yeah, <laughs> E-Tac. I love it. Okay. All right. So that's, that's, that's a lot of stuff to write down. I'll tell you this. I mean, if, if there's one thing I know BRP is known for is, is uh, bringing in some surprises and, and kind of just coming out of nowhere with um, uh, things that we did not expect. I think they did a lot last year with the turbo, obviously. Um, it'll be interesting to see what this year is. I know there's a lot of rumors last year about Amog Z. In fact, Corey and I have talked about it. Um, he thought that it might have been a mock and all that stuff. And there's all these pictures on, on the internet, but it, it's a company that is always about innovations and pushing the boundaries. And they have to because if you want to keep your market share, you got to be fresh all the time, right? So it's tough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. No, that's good. It's. Uh, I'm glad you guys are are kicking and alive and well and and uh, and you know, looking forward to better things. That's for sure. So, and we thank you for, for, for supporting us as well as, you know, sponsoring the, our first official sponsor for the, the live stream podcast and, uh, and more better things coming too. So I, I can't wait. I hope so, yeah. Yeah. So what we have to do, Gary, is we got to get you on uh, a new XRS of 2021. Um, so we, we have a few, a few demos that, that we got uh, at the store. Um, and uh, I'd, I'd love for you to try a few of them so you can understand the difference between your 2012 <laughs> to this one. And, and I think it'll be... It won't be much of a difference, I doubt. I doubt there's going to be much <laughs> yeah, of a probably difference. Not, probably not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, uh, we, we got a Renegade as well. I, I wanted to put a, an Expedition Extreme this year, but, um, but I sold out of them. I, I ordered, I think, a dozen expedition extreme and i sold them all uh they went very very fast it's it is a cool sled for sure next year we'll put one on um it's a white track but it's a such a hybrid uh sled mm -hmm. it uh, does a little bit of everything you know it's a trail it's off-road it's, it's this back back country mixed with a renegade and an mxz xrs and utility sleds as well so i'm yeah. looking forward to it next year yeah, well, they say that with the white like in the gen four you don't even realize it's a it's an expedition you know, like yeah. it, it's, mm -hmm. it does everything so well. Yeah, the guys at Snow Tracks did a good piece on it, and uh, and they, I think they named it last year in the 2020 Sled of the Year. Um, uh, so yeah, anyway, uh, they, they're they're very close to my cottage, and I keep wanting to to run into these guys, uh, <laughs> but uh, but I've never had a chance to uh, to bump into them just yet. 
Nice, nice. Sam Phillips wants to know if you think there'll ever be a two-stroke snowmobile engine size bigger than 850. Ah, uh, that's a good question. Actually, you know what? It's funny enough. Uh, last week, uh, last week uh, on Saturday, I was talking to our rep uh, from BRP about that because we had some questions from some consumers about it. Uh, and so I asked a question. I kind of just kind of threw a line out there to see whether or not I would get, I could pick the worms out of his nose, but he uh, he wouldn't really budge on it and tell me anything. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I know I know they're going to push the power side of things uh, for sure. Uh, they're big on suspension and power, um, and that, that's where they're going to go. Um, I, I think the backcountry is probably due for uh, for a bit of a change, I think. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. uh, I they, did ask them the, that question. The they keep the dealership pretty much in the dark as well as far as if there's a Gen 5 on the horizon or, or anything like that. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you this. I mean, again, coming from the automotive industry for having worked there for the better part of 30 years of my life, you know, we would leak information. You see pictures on Google and all that stuff. BRP, until the moment in which we walk into the, the room where they reveal the stuff, until that moment, we have no freaking clue. Most of their staff have no clue. They see it at the same time we do. They do an exceptional job at it. And I think it's great because it keeps the uh, the mystery alive. Mm-hmm. It keeps people engaged. It's good um, for the industry, It fuels too. the passion for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. it keeps yeah, it everybody is. on their toes. That's in the industry. I, that's yeah. what's amazing yeah. about the it's power sports industry, right? Yeah, it's highly competitive because the moment you come out with something too early, you're giving your competitor an opportunity to to duplicate and, and to respond. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. yeah. No, I, I love the I love the uh, the the competition that's out there right now between Polaris and Skidoo and and just seeing what the with the technology is what's happening with the Matrix and everything is uh it's it's amazing to see that they they'll just they'll just invest whatever they can to to get on top even if it's for that short period of time to the next model year comes out and then the next person takes their turn you know and and away we go so oh we lost luke so i don't know what happened no. but yeah well, that's good i'm glad he could pop in and say hi to us and and uh and that's give good man Sorry to stomp on your parade there, Jesse. Oh, it's here. <laughs> I know dealers have been crazy. It's funny. I actually thought about getting a quad like midsummer, and I called Ingalls and uh, I called my girl Jen, and she goes, Jesse, you're not going to believe this, but I don't have a single unit to even sell you, even if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. They were sold out of everything. She, I was like, do you know when you're getting any more in? She's like, nope. So, <laughs> well, Polaris goes, apparently had to put a, a third shift on to build more ATVs and side-by-sides. Because they were just, it was crazy. But then their parts suppliers couldn't keep up, right? Because of what's going on in the world. Which so. is the whole issue, you know, behind the whole shock shortage and everything else. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, it's a crazy time uh, for everyone, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. It's, it's, it's nice to see that in a pandemic that something good's come out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, uh, albeit, and I'm one of them that was really impacted by it. Uh, with uh, with the loss of trade shows and and that type of thing, but it's nice to see that the whole the whole economy I won't say economy, but the whole business economy didn't crash. Uh, there's still people flourishing, you know, the toilet paper manufacturers and the power sports sellers, and, and <laughs> they're all still doing really good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was reading an article today. Apparently that. 
this pandemic has created 500 more billionaires in the U.S. Think yeah, about right? that. 500 wow. more billionaires on the Forbes yeah. list. That's then, crazy, man. Can't even fathom that. Uh, it's yeah. it's insane, right? And they were saying, anyways, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's good. It's nice to see the power sports industry, though, that that are doing good. Like, you know, it's especially being involved, like we're all, you know, heavily involved and it's mm-hmm. passionate of what we like doing and stuff. So it's nice to see that 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 industry doing well. Yeah. Uh, Je- Jesse, Jeffrey Fortino wants to know how you like the CNA pro skis. Uh, so I will and not just because they've been a supporter of me since from when I wait, raced and everything, but I won't even ride a sled without them. I think they're. They're one of the best upgrades you could do, not performance-wise. You're not talking about anything like that, but just strictly handling-wise. I think they're one of the best bang for your bucks that you could do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Bobby, you always changed yours too, didn't you? You always yeah. change I, I always just found like with a good set of skis, your carbide isn't really like as – it's an important part, but you don't have to mess with it as much, whereas I see like a lot of guys trying to make the pro steers work. And they're like, you got to do this and shim that and X, Y, Z. And it's like, how much money do you spend to make those skis work over if you just swap to something else? You'd probably right. get the performance you're looking for, you know? So Yeah, and I think I think durability-wise, too, over a stock ski, I think they're they're super more, you know, very durable. I think the, you know, the just the material, the thickness of it, everything is is there more than a, than a stock ski. So definitely. I highly recommend it. Um, if you ever have any weight questions. Savings? Is there any weight savings or or – or they no, actually, I think if anything, they're a little heavier, to be honest. <laughs> um, which some guys, some guys hate that because it's unsprung weight. But yeah. I think the the handling you get out of it is is worth far outweighs the far yeah. far. far I mean, we're not we're not racing here, right? You know, like guys are trying to shed two pounds or whatever. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I always wondered that because I know Bobby always changed his skis, and I was asking him that last year, and and I saw you seen you watch you do the same thing, and I'm thinking. Hmm, might be something to look at. The biggest thing I would say with the guys that swap to them, just like do a little research on which one you buy. Cause mm-hmm. I'll see a lot of people jump right into the XCS cause they have a crossover and then they'll say it's too hard to turn. Maybe you should have checked out the XPT. You know, there's a few different options. So mm-hmm. definitely like look around, see what fits what you need. You know, the razors are the cheapest, but they're not necessarily the right choice, you know? So I think that's sometimes where people go wrong when they go with the CNA, but if you pick the right one, it can really improve your sled. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, the five the five fifty fan we had that we bought that was an X snowcross sled had the CNA snowcross skis on them with the little X-Ds. flap yeah. on them and stuff. And and I actually sold them and put pilots on because uh, someone said your son he was fifteen at the time I think when we had that he won't be able to turn those. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, you could get you could get super aggressive and then your rider input that you have to do is a is a ton. So you know, just like he said, you gotta, you gotta research and, and see which one is, you know, best fit and carbides too. You know, a lot of guys go back and forth with carbides, you know, stud boy shaper bars or woody dualies, you know, guys will just, you know, bicker back and forth and it's all preference. You know, no one is for the most part going to agree on a, on a setup. Yep. And that's like when I went over to my video, it's like, this is what I run. This is why I run it. And we'll leave it at that. So, yeah. 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 Now, Bobby, have you ridden the pilot X enough to know if that's a, that's going to work for you or what do you think? What are your thoughts on that? Um, 
I'm not disliking it, but I think I have too much track for the stock carbide. So I did order a set of shapers and I'm going to see how it does with a set of shapers on it. Um, but yeah, right now I just have a little too much carbide and I can feel it pushing. Sometimes I got to get off the throttle a little bit to get a little more bite out of it, but I think a bigger carbide will definitely help out. Yeah. You, um, if you've actually taken weight transfer off too as well, right? Yeah. But I really like that about the sled. So like this last week I noticed I can lean back and then I can kind of like, I can lean in and have the inside ski bite almost like a snow cross sled or like lean out if like there's a berm and I want it to hook the berm. So I like that about it, but it does need more bite from like a carbide or a ski or something. Yeah. 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 I like, is it a renegade yours? I can't remember. Is it a 129? Yeah. Renegade 137. Cause on my renegade 800, I put, uh, I put shaper bars on it and it was the thing like yeah. even with the 137 mm-hmm. inch and a quarter on it. And yours is a bigger lug than that. I, I found it made a huge difference with uh, with inch and a quarter. If you keep this, if you keep the uh, the carbides on, the skegs on, if you let them wear right down, so there's just the studs left, that doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't handle worth the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you won't be turning anywhere on anything. <laughs> I didn't. I took the bite harder tool up to sharpen my carbides, and we went out the one night. And I said, Drew, I got to do this when we get back, and I, we flipped it up. And there was just the studs sticking out at the bottom of the skis. I rode, <laughs> I rode big miles here on dirt fields and, and ground them right off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were doing a little bit of road riding here. I'm probably going to need the the bite hunter next next week when I get back up there. Yeah. Just give it a little oh, yeah. bit of a sharpen up. Keep them tuned up when they're still sharp, right? Like, yep. Like it's yep. easier to keep them sharp when they're sharp. And if you let them go, it doesn't help at all. But yeah, yeah. so that's on my list to do my studs. That's, that's something I learned about is, yeah. uh, is I, I thought if the studs tips gone that you're done, but I'm oh, going yeah. to that. So yeah, I can't wait to get into that. I got too much on the list to do. <laughs> and you know what, John Luke, my wife says, why you buy Why you got all this stuff you have to work on all the time? Why don't you just get something you don't have to do any work on? I told you, Gary, she gave you the blessing there to get a brand new sled. Just wander <laughs> on over to John. I'm sure he can set you up. I know a guy. I know a guy. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. For sure. But no, it's uh, pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. crazy. There's always always something you can do, though. Even if you buy something that you're not going to mess with, you always end up messing with it. Oh, for sure. Just just it's in the blood. I don't think that we could ever just leave something alone. I know I can't for sure. It's funny watching your show there, Jesse. Like, I mean, like, Oh, this is a brand new sled. He's doing all this stuff to it. Like, it's awesome. (laughs) But like, like probably some of the funniest stuff was just like reading the comments and people are like, what are you doing? (laughs) I could go ride it just like it is. It is brand new, but it's just not, not, not my style. Yeah. 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 And you you know what you like, right? So right. it's you know, and it's the I same axis chassis, like you said. Particular when it comes to what I have and what I'm riding, and and I want it to be a certain way. So yeah. I can't I can't go to the store and buy it. So I'm going to build it the way I want it. So yeah. well, I think that's the beauty of it is that everybody rides differently. They got different needs. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it, it could be a bunch of different stuff. Your weight, just the style of riding you do. Mm-hmm. I know Mr. Brock enjoys going at 175, 200 kilometers an hour. I couldn't keep up with him. It's not the type of riding I enjoy. <laughs> I had a crash once and it really, really scared the crap out of me. Um, uh, so as I was telling him today, you know, it's always in the back of my mind, but everybody's different. That's what's nice about it. That's what's great about the sport. And and together when, when we share those experiences, there's no right or wrong. It's just what you like. That's okay. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah. yeah I've never trail trail wise, race wise, I've never met two guys that are exactly identical on everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Never. Like personality, right? So right. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the world go round, boys. Right. People wake up in different different moods too. And some days you just want to tear, and other days you just want to cruise, right? Yeah. And some days you're cruising, but you're really tearing, and that's that's good too. Uh, the one thing I'll tell you I would like to do is a trip out west in deep yes. snow, you know, running a 154, 165, whatever the, the, the length of the sleds yeah. they have. I'd love to do that. Go to CCKMP. Uh, that would be a trip that uh, I'd love for Skidoo to do. And uh, ironically, you know, like last year they introduced the 2021s on the beach in Cancun. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. A great, great spot. And my wife was really appreciative of the trip. It was, was very happy. But, uh, you know, for me, I prefer being in Whistler someplace and try the product firsthand. But apparently most of the dealers don't enjoy <laughs> a winter destination. They like a hot destination. So, yeah. yeah. Makes sense too, right? mm-hmm. I'm sure there was a couple of dealers there that probably wanted to take that on the beach and open her up, though. <laughs> you know what? The funny thing is I drew a real quick story. The Mexicans that were helping serve the, the booze and the food and all that stuff, they, they actually thought these machines were new. Uh, for the beach. (laughs) 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 It was so funny. It was so funny. But anyway, you know. Sand drags. A couple too many cocktails and someone could be taking that in the ocean. Right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) That's awesome. But yeah, talking about going out west, we've been all talking about that, you know, with the guys that we had on from the first couple of shows. And it's like, we all agreed, all of us Flatlanders, we have to get out west. And try it because yeah. uh, that's just something you you got to do, right? Yeah. We had a customer of ours, uh, Neil uh, Hilschlammer. Uh, maybe he's on he's on the, the, this this podcast. I'm not sure, but he just recently went and and uh, he said, Jean Luc. He says, "No, I thought I was a good rider until these guys taught me how to ride." And and I can relate to this because when I was a skier um, coming out of Montreal, thinking that these were mountains, and they they're pretty good, Mont Tremblant and all that stuff. Those pretty good mountains, but most of them are, are kind of like Blue Mountain up here in Ontario. When you go out west, that's real ski. That, that's, that's what it's really about. And I, I suppose same thing applies to um, to snowmobiling. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to try it because um, there's, there's such a variation, you know, uh, in, in snowmobiling, whether you're on the trail. Uh, some people like to go backcountry and, and off the trail. But I think in the mountains, it would be very, very different. It looks sexy. It looks really cool what they do. It does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. Maybe we should organize a trip. Well, we've been saying that. We're trying to, you know, we were trying to organize something, but with this craziness going on, who knows, right? So, yeah, sure. My my dream is to take my son out there and yeah. and do the mountains. I'd love to do Rebel Stoke or, or something like that. It would be awesome, you know. Definitely. We'll see. We'll see. We got to get there before I get too old. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the key, right? I've only got a few things that don't hurt riding, you know, riding the drift lines. I do, you know, that, that <laughs> only yeah. parts don't hurt when I do that. But well, if you watch Muskoka Freerider, he's got a girlfriend out there right now, and he, they're just doing kind of bowl stuff, and, and they're not doing anything difficult. I thought that would be fun. That would be all right to do something like that. Like some of the tree stuff that's absolutely vertical. I don't know, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bowl, I could go in and ride in a bowl or something like that. That'd be all right, but. I yeah. guide and they'll they'll get you to the spot and they'll look yeah, at sure. this is sure. views and everything, right? I would be uh, I'd be signing myself up for a Chris Barant tour, I think. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. nice. The ultimate one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'd just like Dave Nerona to take me out and and uh, show me the road 
she'd be a hoot to party with. And <laughs> yeah, you may have actually more fun after the ski trip than you would. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even have to ride. I'll just meet him at that that Grizzly Mountain Lodge or wherever it is. <laughs> He's always hanging out. I love it. He's yeah. really good, by the way. Like I met him at club, um, and he he is awesome. He is just the way you see it on TV and and on his videos and stuff. That yeah. that's who he is. Uh, yeah. You can pretend to be anybody else. Um, He's a gentleman. He's a, he's a, he, he loves skidoos for sure. Yeah. I had a really good chat with him at, uh, at the Toronto snowmobile show and he remembered me roasting him in one of my videos and, and we laughed and had a ball and, and that's the thing. He was our third guest or second guest. And yeah. he was like, anything you need, you let me know. I'll be there. I'll be on. You let me know what time. And it's like, man, that's just like totally raised the bar for this, this little effort that we're putting out here, you know? So, anyway, dropped off the map. So you got to do something to get us more Skidoo content on here. <laughs> I, mean, I can just go to any Polaris rider like Jesse James, and he's on. <laughs> no guys, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> so well, we'll find some we'll more. Yeah, we'll for sure. So, so Rick, what do you? What are your? Uh, what are your first? thoughts on the new vr1 it's it's awesome so my buddy has the vr1 i've got the assault oh that's right. i'm sorry yeah yeah um that like i said the, the ergonomics we were talking about is huge over the my 2020 assault um the display is is unreal that that thermo those thermostat hand warmers i've always wondered how the industry's taken so long it's common sense it's simplicity at its at its finest that like i've got mine set on low and they're at 100 and i've got the low setting at 100 100 degrees and then my medium's 125 and the and the hot's at 158 and i haven't even tried the 158 i bet you it's it, like it's stupid my buddy Carmani, he said it's too hot you can't so i i grabbed mine on high which is the 158 without a glove on just to yep. move this head and i was like whoa yeah yeah and the pairing the amazing thing about him is if there's a crosswind right where right, it's cold on the one bar, it works on that bar and not the other one. Like it keeps the temperature. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. The gauge is amazing. So my buddy has a VR one and we did the vehicle to vehicle. That yeah. was cool. And I let him take off and I watched him. That's so that cool. thing is sick. And how fast it, it locks onto the 20 satellites and it's like instantaneous. Mm -hmm. Like the old pit, I had the pit last year. That thing was, yeah, that was, that was long in the tooth. Yeah. It, what I do like about the new one, and I haven't even messed with the the maps or anything like that. So yeah, um, that's good to hear that they're super quick. Yeah. But it's it's stupid fast. Mm -hmm. it, it is really cool, and I like changing up the gauges and everything, and yeah. and you know putting the music on. Like it's it's instant. It's it's fast. It's way better than the pit gauge was. So yeah, but uh, yeah, and the motor it seems it seems just as nice. Like I said, I'm not using. This, I was burning a lot of oil on my 2020. It was mm -hmm. really bad. Uh, so I think they finally got it dialed in with, with what's happening. It seems a little more snappier, but I said that to Steve. It's the first ride out. You know how you're always pumped and you're like, this seems snapper, but I'm like, it maybe probably just is the same. But mm -hmm. it just, I, I think the way they've tweaked it with the software, it seems to be all right right now. So yeah, yeah. It, seems, it seems it seems much better than last year. I think all around their, their tuning is a little bit better this year. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting, but. Yeah, no, yeah, it's neat so far. Like I said, I only got 200 kilometers on it, so we'll, we'll see what's up. And and I like the seat. Like a lot of people, some some people in the forums are saying it's too slippery. I don't understand that, but I, I, I haven't gotten. People have issues with it falling off. I just don't think they're putting it on. You know, correct. You have to make sure it's locked in properly. I did it. I did it a couple times myself, and it's it's just you're not paying attention to locking yeah, I, it. In I properly. forgot to lock it, yep. but I think people aren't pushing it down enough to get it in that slot in the front, yep. and that's why it's popping off on them. But yep. 
Yeah. And I mean, you changed yeah. out your shocks to the Fox. I mean, but I, I went from the basic Walker Evan, you know, the black ones to these velocities and it's a two inch diameter. They, they, they really beefed it up. Like I noticed a huge difference on the uh, chop that, like I said, we yeah. did the railway line and it was bumpy as hell and we were just flying through it. And it, it, uh, yeah, they, those velocity shocks, they, they, they make a hell of a difference. So. Yeah. That, and that's what a lot of the guys said too, that, that rode them, you know, last year at the end of last year when they got released was, uh, the valving and the shocks and everything was, you know, you know, mm -hmm. superior to the 2020 stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's good to hear that there is someone out there that did ride this, the factory stuff and said that it's, you know, much better. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and the ergonomics, like I, I, that really blew me away the difference of how much, how better it is handling like mm -hmm. the way. And again, it's just the plastics and that's the same chassis. There's no different in the chassis. It's just the ergonomics of it mm -hmm. being moved up like that. It, it's very noticeable. So, yeah. Yeah, it's nice rider forward. It's easy to get over, you know, on the side and, and, and hang your weight off it for a corner. So, yep. happy. Oh, yeah. my buddy's back. Come here. <laughs> hey, uh, John Luke says he's got to run, but uh, thank you for so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, my pleasure. So, sorry, guys. I you, You'll laugh at this, but I got to put uh, – I love the dog. My, mine was – I had to put mine uh, behind, but uh, believe it or not, I got to put my XPS oil booking order tonight. Um <laughs> before 10 o'clock. So I want to do that and make sure we got some oil for guys like Core Brock who, uh, who burns a lot of it, which is great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so thank you for my, having me. It's been a pleasure and uh, um, we'll be able to do some, uh, some more stuff in the, in the near future. That's yeah. great. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, you guys be well and uh, keep, keep riding, but just be, be, be safe when you're riding, please. Oh, wait. Yeah, for sure. I know if he brings his 2018 assault with 2,000 miles, if you hook him up a nice deal for a backcountry XRS. <laughs> you know, we can always arrange something. There's always something you can arrange. We take trades for yeah, sure. No problem. Jumpman Jay is awesome. So go see John Luke for sure. All right, you guys be well. Okay, first, take thanks. Be good. That was very, nice, very nice guy, Gary. So, oh, he's great. Oh, yeah, we got a madman here. He seems like a really nice dealer that, like, you know, like, uh, he, he seems like a really good guy. I've heard good things about him. So. There we go. Wichita for Bobby. 20 bucks. A terrific session. Thank you, John, Luke, and Jesse and Nash for going on the session this week. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, it's good. It's um, it's uh, it's nice to see, like I said, that, that everyone across the board, you, you got to think even, like, like, uh, Yamaha and Cat, they all are probably feeling the love as well as far as the the increased sales go this year, right? Oh, yeah, because those guys were hurting, right, with the pipe. They were trying to clear out the pipeline for the last two, three years. Well, Yamaha has been three or four years, and, and Cat started doing the same model two yeah. years ago, right? So it's going to help them. It's going to help everybody. So yeah. I just hope, you know, it would be really nice. I really hope Cat and Yamaha can come out with a new chassis. I think they are. I think that's they're why they're overdue, man. I think that's why they're waiting to release their sleds. I think they're going to do a new chassis alongside all the other releases. They have to, Bobby. Like you, you got to stay in the business for a while. Like how long? How long has that chassis been around for now? The snow two twelve twenty twelve twenty. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. And they've made some good updates to it and stuff, but you yep. know, it's it's a big chassis. It's made to fit four strokes and two strokes, and you know, it's yep. very broad, which is good. But you know, I think we've seen sleds get very refined you know the g4 is like a very narrow chassis the obviously the matrix is a narrow chassis so i think that if they did something like that it would be really good and kind of follow the trend in the industry mm -hmm. yeah no, for, for sure, sure. 
Hey, uh, Jesse, uh, Jeffrey Fortino wants to know where Nash's sled's at. <laughs> <laughs> I got to come up with something. He actually went for his first ride this weekend. Me and Corey took him out uh, one night just in the, the field out back of the house and stuff like that. Right on. He, uh, he doesn't really like the cold, though, so he was not a happy camper by any means. That's awesome. Now, what the dog is seen the little sorry there was a whole mix mishmash of stuff there <laughs> yeah sorry i was i was saying what kind of dog is he somebody was asking earlier if he was a french oh, he's, a, he's a french bulldog okay nice Great he's on. a french bulldog he's just turned three uh and he's just a lover dude i mean seems like it, yeah. <laughs> he's awesome it's such a good personality like oh, when you guys sure. had running around that cheap that one episode it was yeah. awesome chris is <laughs> yeah no, I mean, he's just as long as he's fed, and that's really all he cares about. I mean, he, he burps, he farts. He's just like a normal guy. He just <laughs> stinks terribly. It's just but that's, <laughs> that's the bulldog. Yeah. Uh, energy power sports is easy on the French lover, dude, LOL. <laughs> so he's a French lover. That's hilarious. That's, awesome. oh, that's funny. Yeah, you got a good well, shop too for filming all your stuff too, Jess. Like it's awesome, man. To watch the videos, it's it's yeah. Nice the shop, is, uh, it's transformed over the years. Um, you know, it was a total snowmobile. Like behind me, there has to you used to be like a like a double rack. Uh, so there used to be sleds. There used to be four up top, and then four on the bottom, and then sleds all over the place. And then when I started racing, then we ripped everything out, and then it, you know, then it was just a you know a sled shop for my race stuff, and then it was the car race stuff. And then uh, once the pandemic hit and all the gyms closed, I now, as you guys can see, I turned it into my gym and now I work from out of here because I've been working from home since the pandemic. So now it's my shop, my gym, my office, it's everything. So I spend 90% of my day in this shop. So awesome. it's, a, it's a dream shop. I love it. Yeah, it yeah. is. Man. That's you can nice. ride in, ride out. No, I'm going to bring my sled there to wrap it. How's that? I'll bring it on Wednesday. <laughs> bring it on. I'll be there on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. if I leave right now. Yeah, uh, Corey Brock. He uh, he actually gave me six ninety nine for the XRS money. <laughs> Cheers to a great show. show. Yeah, actually, Corey's. Someone had said he was telling someone in chat. His is the very first snowmobile that Energy sold. All right, he on. Opened, it opened and and bought it. So yeah, That's cool. Oh, Dustin oh. Ingram too. Another one. That's awesome. Bobby, so I got to ask you, but I know you covered it in your video and all that. It's You're pretty happy with the track that you put on and the risers and that? Like, it's you seem yeah, to be pretty happy I've with this a, one. I've had a bunch of questions in the chat, so I guess I'll just kind of, like, get yeah, a little more sure. Um So the riser and the bars, I'm enjoying them. I took a little note out of Jesse's book and didn't go as tall as I normally would go, and uh, I've enjoyed it, you know. Although I'm not quite as, like, vertical when I'm standing, it's, like, a nice transition, and uh, – I'm it opened my eyes a little bit and I'm enjoying it. Um, the engine I found this weekend, I was super surprised by how fast the 850 E-Tech felt because I've demo ridden them and they feel good, but they never really jumped out at me as like crazy, like a lot faster than the Patriot or anything like that. But I kind of realized as the day went on, we kind of had like slushy snow and with that big track, the 1.75, it was just hooking up. Whereas the assault would kind of like blow out a lot, you know? And yep. just kind of spin the track. So it, it feels faster because it hooks up so hard and just takes off. Nice. Um, yeah. And then the 137's been, I'm I'm glad I tried it. You know, whether I've had a lot of people, you should have tried a Polaris 137 or, or you know, 
the skidoo is the right way to go, so on and so forth. But um, just taking a step back from an uncoupled skid and letting myself try a coupled 137, sure. you know, I'm really enjoying it. And especially with how our season has started out, you know, there isn't any sort of playing in powder to be had. It's just a lot of trail riding, if you can even do that. And, you know, on yeah. the windy trails and everything, the sled's handling great. The arm motion soaks everything up. So far, I'm loving it. So I'm excited to keep trying it and keep experiencing it in different ways and see how my opinion forms. But yeah, loving it so far. Yeah. Yeah. Seems Armo, to have the Armo just incredible rear skid. Yeah. They are, they're mind blowing. It really is. Yeah. I didn't, I've ridden them before and, and I hadn't ridden them long enough, I think, to really experience it. Now mm -hmm. that I, because like, I've ridden Tug the last two times. So I've hit some pretty moguled out stuff. And man, <laughs> My buddy's on like a 04 rev and I'm like, Josh, I feel so bad for you. Man. I'm like, I don't know how you're doing this. Like I'm a long life up here on this R motion. And I, all I can think about is him suffering back there. But. That's awesome. Yeah, good. Well, and they say the X, the R motion X is even night and day difference from the old R motion too. Yeah. I don't have enough experience on that one to be sure, but we have an XS in the group with the old R motion. So maybe I'll get to swap with him and really compare the two and see what I'm thinking. Really? Yeah, I, I when I switch with Dino, I put the R motion in my 2009, and uh, I've got an inch and a quarter uh, lug on mine. He's got the 1.6, I think it is Cobra on on the XRS. It's a, it's a 129 too, but I found it a lot noisier than my than my skid. Yeah, I, it must be just the lugs, and we're low. You're, you're you'd be amazed at how much louder they get. Yeah. Seven five is wicked loud. Like you, you were saying that in your video, Bobby. I meant to ask you that too. So you can you can hear it in the tunnel, right? Yeah, I can hear it. And I can feel it. I can definitely like in the lower snow feel the the vibration in the tunnel. It's not like unlivable, but it's mm -hmm. it's apparent. You can definitely. Bobby, feel it. which which track did you end up putting on there? Uh, I have the the hurricane. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Do you know if that's a one ply or a two ply? Two ply. It is a two ply. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, for durability, it's nice to have. I've never really had issues with track durability. Um, yeah, but it's I guess it's a nice peace of mind. <laughs> and it's the beginning of the season, too, Bobby. Once you start getting a good hard pack and it starts getting thicker and there's more snow and you go in a fresh – it's you, you chose a good track. I mean, it's going to be an amazing track. Yeah. I, I will oh, yeah. tell you, going back to a coupled skid, though, like because with the assault, it always kind of pops the front end up, so it's doing it all day. With a coupled skid, like it kind of won't, and then all of a sudden you'll catch right, and it just freaking comes up, and you're like, "Oh God, got to be prepared for it." <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Hey, we got another mountain madman here. Oh, look at Mark Poe. Right on. Mark Poe with the twenty bucks. Thank you so much, Mark. That's awesome. We'll I'll buy a I'll buy a burger when we go riding. Yeah, that's and then uh, Dustin Ingram, he said, "Look like you had a big smile riding with your daughter. Keep the." Video's coming, and he says, Rich Outdoors needs more videos. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I, I, I've got a ton. Like I said, I got – the second day was the best, though. The trails were so much nicer. There was a lot more snow up there. I was surprised heading up to the shelter, Gary, how much snow was up that way. Yeah. They, they actually had more snow than, than Kearney. I was surprised. The, the picture you sent me of your – when you were editing it on the screen, oh, oh man, it looked like heaven, man. I was and that's so – Corey, Corey said it was like – it was – exceptional to horrible but yeah. he said there's enough exceptional that makes it worth it right yeah yeah no but it was funny because you're I, we're noticing a lot more people out because of the, the pandemic they're all up north the people right yeah. walking out walking on the roads 
we were coming back and it was a, a road trail cottage road. And this guy standing in the middle of the trail, directing sledders. I, I almost, I'm seriously, we almost had a bad wreck because the guy coming towards us stopped and Steve stopped and then Rick stopped and I came flying over and I was sideways and the guy's standing there looking at us, trying to direct, and we're all looking like, what are you doing? Don't do that. Oh, yeah. it was, but we just we just noticed that, though. But again, you know what? It's the pandemic. Everyone's trying to get out for a walk. And, I mean, they have a right to get out and walk, but it's like, buddy, what are you doing on the middle of a snowmobile trail? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and I thought for sure I had it on the GoPro, but I didn't. So, because I was like, <laughs> it was like, it was like, I was sideways. I almost hit Rick. Like, it was, it was bad. On Facebook, there's more people using the trails to walk their dogs and stuff. And it's like, you know, it, it's, you have to use your head both, both ways. You know, if, if it's a shared trail, like we have around this area, there's some like, like around Bellwood Lake. And when those trails were open, you knew as a snowmobiler that these are shared trails of cross country skiers and walkers. So yeah. you don't like an idiot but hey when you're up on d trail the segwin or whatever and it's straight run and or very few turns and you're booking you you're not going to stand a chance if you're walking on that thing man well, there was another day when we were up in kearney on, on new year's day steve was was leading and there was a guy on a touring he pulled right in front of steve right in front of the trail and didn't stop and steve thank god he was and the look on his girlfriend when he looked back at us and seen us right on him, and it scared the heck out of him because obviously he looked and we weren't there, but you know, all of a sudden we were. Like he literally yeah. had the entire trail blocked off. Like if Steve was hauling, he would have T-boned him. Yeah. It's so. the first weekend out too, Rich. Like it was the first real yeah. weekend riding. So everybody and their brother goes out. It, hopefully the novelty wears off. Hey, Rich, you or uh, Bob, you got another one here. Tony Katz coming forward. He's nine. Nice. He says, keep up the good work, boys. Oh, and then Sam Phillips right behind him, four ninety nine. Appreciate it, guys. You, man. There you go. Yeah, right I just wanted to mention that, Gary. Everyone have their eyes out because I'm telling you, and I said Steve and Rick and I were saying, I think this is just the kind of beginning of what's going the season's going to be like. Again, everyone's locked up, so that when they're up north, they're out walking and all that. So, yeah, it's going to be yeah. trails are going to be a hell of a lot busier this year for sure. It, it was busy last year when it first opened. Drew and I were up, and we went up like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and we came home Saturday morning. We didn't ride it all Saturday morning. And I remember leaving, and there's a Mary Lakes, one of the lakes, and you you drive along, but you can see the trail crosses parallel to the road. And mm -hmm. it was like a highway, bumper-to-bumper -bumper sleds both ways going across the lake. And we went, thank God we're coming home. And then we drove out where the staging area is, and there wasn't room for a car. And this yeah. is last year. So it's going to be like that this year. But that was opening weekend. Everybody can only go in certain areas. And that's the other problem is there's only a few mile, miles of trails open on the weekend, right? So yeah. everybody and brothers honed in on that. Yeah. And uh, and so once all the trails get more trails open, it's going to spread everybody out more too. Yep. Jeremy says Sunday was great. Not too many riders out. Yeah, Sunday usually people are going home. So. Yeah, we don't we don't usually ride Sunday because the trails are usually beat by then. But yeah, we're, we're planning on doing a lot of weekday rides this year. Oh yeah, Sam Phillips says live chats amazing. Rev Rider, love the videos. Need a fan ride. <laughs> Just got to get some snow, and then hopefully we can get something going on that. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely, it's coming. It's coming. It's early yet, right? Got lots of time for uh, for snow to come. Jesse James, do you ride in any other places besides the hill? So that's 
<laughs> my main place that I go riding. Um, and honestly, just because they normally have most of the snow, um, it's probably the closest location for me to go that has snow frequently. Yeah, I could go to, you know, Maine, New Hampshire, you know, Vermont, you know, tippy tops of them. But, you know, then I'm I'm doubling my trip. Then I'm, you know, eight, nine hours instead of four and a half. So 90% of the time, I'd probably say I'm on the hill. My parents ride in Lake George. Um, also, they got to have, have a cabin there. So um, if they have snow, I do, you know, some random trips there, uh, which is nice because that's only three hours for me. So that's like I could close my eyes and I'm there. <laughs> so. Yeah, nice. Lake George is beautiful too. I used to ride my motorcycle down there. I used to do Americade every year in June. Yep. Down Lake George is beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's awesome. That's where I, that's where I grew up riding. That's, that was like the, the main place that I used to go with my you know, family when I was younger. And that's, you know, that's yeah, a nice area. It is. It is. Unfortunately in the last, you know, few years, they've been getting less and less snow. So then, you know, it's, it's tough. Yeah. So we chasing snow somewhere, but I do plan on doing a trip. Uh, I want to do a trip up to New Hampshire, like Colebrook, New Hampshire, Pittsburgh. Um, so we'll get up there. Yeah. Bruce Stewart says, Jesse, do you come from coin? <laughs> I thought that was a place for a second. I didn't realize. <laughs> Not hard work. I was like, where's that? Yeah, hard work. Dirty a hands, clean. A dollar or two. You never know. <laughs> yeah that's right there you go but uh yeah hopefully we get some snow really hmm. yeah. yeah randy i hear you <laughs> yeah no i know how was yeah, your really... riding Jesse, over the weekend was it good or uh it was kind of hit or miss i mean yeah. it was snow and i was riding so that's always good but trail wise um there were some pretty good trails uh, had a decent, you know, snow cover on it. And then you'd get a couple trails that were, you know, pretty thin and you could hear rocks chatter and stuff like that. But I got stuck behind not one, but two groomers Friday. So like, you know, those trails are obviously great. There's enough snow to groom. So yeah, again, and for everyone watching there's the trails really aren't open in Tug Hill. It's just the seasonal road. So it's, which I mean, are a pretty large portion of the trailing trails up there. I wouldn't even say large portion, but a decent portion um, so we did have a playground to play on. It wasn't a very big playground, but we got some miles in and, and conditions varied. They really did, but there's enough to get some miles in. I wanted to do, you know, just a shakedown run on this too. Just make sure everything was good. Make sure I didn't forget to tighten anything or, or so on and so forth. And, uh, I actually, I did, I did pretty good. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one. So nothing fell off. So we're good. Nice. That's what it's all about. You know, like the, the first season riding is just to get the, get the bugs ironed out. You know, I figured yeah. out a new, a new trick for my, my, my phone mount that I'm going to modify. And then I'm going to put the video out on that. And it, it, you know, that ride, the light went off and went, boom, why didn't I do it this way? So, yeah. So I can't wait. I'm glad I didn't put a video out already on it. I started it, but I never, uh, never did that, but Hey, there's Muskoka Mike. Welcome in, man. Found the same. He said, ran Spruce Dale to Kearney, Sundridge, South river and found Kearney and around Sand Lake was insane with people. He got above Sand Lake. It was not bad at all. He put 310 K on this weekend. Nice. On Sunday. Yeah. Right on. I want to ride his sled. He says zero to 60 in three seconds is no lie. <laughs> so it's basically the uh, Viper that's converted to a sidewinder. Nice. Yeah. So I love modded stuff. I'm such a sucker for modded stuff. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I looked at it for him because it was in my area and I, he asked me to go see it. I knew the guy selling it. And, and, uh, and when the guy started it up, I went, Oh yeah, this is a Mike sled. <laughs> well, you remember, I don't know if you guys watched uh, snowmobile television too. Last year, Jeff took an SRX to a tuner out in Quebec and there was four stages of this thing. And he said the fourth one was like stupid. The wow. thing had 300 and some odd horsepower. And he said, it's just the track, like the components can't handle it. Like it's, you know, and all it is is software and a little bit of tuning and stuff. And you can take that thing and get it off. Uh, it's crazy, man. I was like a, a buddy of mine just picked up one of the 900 turbos from ski and he's already sending me, you know, tune and exhaust. And he's like, I could get 205 horse out of this thing. And it's like, <laughs> Just by tuning it, you know, which is, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I love new technology. Yeah. Um, just, it's wild. Once you start turboing stuff, it's kind of endless power yeah. to get. Well, Gary, you can remember this back in the day. Like, I mean, back before everything got into fuel injection, there was fuel rails and that. And you were, you know, the ambient temperature would change. And you had you had a pocket full of jets and you'd pull over and you'd, you'd change the jets. And I'll never forget my 98 SRX. That thing was fast. And I jet, and I mean, seriously, like, honestly man before it burnt down it ran like crazy it's like oh yeah it's like yeah no that's crazy man but you always got to play with stuff right especially with a motor right so, always 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 you can never you can never have enough power people are like that's too much power and it's like well it's there if i need it it's there when i need it or when i want it so yeah, yeah. yeah. they pull hard though they really do it's uh it's pretty impressive how do you bobby how do you feel the e-tech is compared to, I, I guess you touched on it a little bit, I guess track wise, it's super different. What about like top speed wise? Do you see like that one seven five is really hurting your, your top end compared? What'd you have on the assault one three? Uh, one, I had a one six on the assault and the highest I ever saw on the lake was that with that was one ten. I mean, mm -hmm. on a gauge that's, you know, yeah. yeah. but yeah. Um, I haven't gotten this to like really opened up like just the occasional straightaway. And evidently at some point I had it up to 91. And so I wasn't trying too hard and it hit that. So I imagine it'll probably, I don't think it'll be faster than my assault was. I think it'll be slower, but I mean, as long as it gets close to a hundred, I'm fine. You know, I'm not too worried about it. And most of the time it's not like I'm ever going to be right. best anyway. So you're trail riding too, right? And that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm but yeah, it's definitely sure. a different experience power wise. I feel like, and you know, I always see so many different descriptions of it, but like just how I felt, I felt like the Patriot, it kind of is like, it's a, it's aggressive, but it's like exciting. You know what I mean? The way it delivers its power. Whereas the E-Tech, it's kind of like bullish at the bottom, but you can ride it relaxed and mm -hmm. there aren't really like surprises in the power band. Whereas I, sometimes when I was playing around on the assault, I felt like as I got to the upper part of the power, it would kind of like shock me with how fast yeah. it would start going. So, but I, I'm excited to keep learning that. 0.5 on the assault though. The track. Yeah. I had a 1.6 Cobra. So yeah, it's like a 1.5. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm going up even to 1.75 is going to be a big difference too. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's why I run, like I don't go off trail. I run, I've got the one point three on mine, and mm -hmm. I like it for on the lake for top end. Yeah, I think I think mm -hmm. I've had a one two five. I had a one seven five. I've had the storm inch and a half, and I've I think I finally found my track of choice, which is the the one three Cobra. I think yep. for me, I don't, I don't do you know much off trail, so it doesn't really matter to me. I think the the Cobra for on trail stuff is kind of the best all around. I think it's it gives you good bite, but it doesn't crush your top end mm -hmm. yeah 
Yep. See, that's why I like the assault, Jesse, because it gets good top end on the lake. They do. So See? the assaults are pretty. They're pretty cool. How they have the the tipped up rails in the back. Yep. So it kind of it, it acts as just like a bigger, almost like a big wheel kit where it's you know it, it angles it a little bit and then it goes around there. So it, they are they're fast. They're, yeah. they're really fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's nice because it's like a short track. Except when you're in deep, you get the full advantage of the length, right? right. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm I'm like, I talked about this all the time. I like the uncoupled. I love that feeling coming out of a corner and I get I, like, and a lot of guys are like, how? And I'm like, I love it. It's just, yeah. I, I may change. I may go to something like a trail sled next time, mm -hmm. but I'm really enjoying it. I like it. I like the characteristics of the salt and I love it on the lake. It's, it's, yeah. it's nice and fast. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I have two buddies that got uh, matrix matrix assaults. The one I did a video with, and the other ones just got shocks, and he'll might pick that up this weekend. So I'll be riding with two guys with them. So I'm excited to to do a comparison and see how they are, you know, compared to this. Yeah. yeah. Um, there you you know, a little earlier too. So I came from the the Pro S, so that's the Pro XC rear suspension, which is also uncoupled to now this coupled, you know, Pro CC and. Uh, I love that Pro XE, but I'm I'm a huge fan of of this Pro CC. I really am. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. That's that's awesome. Some people sure. that, that are diehards for the the Pro XC, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's cool to hear you really like the Pro CC. Yeah, people and I, I think they're it's an awesome setup. And I think if you're not a super, super, super aggressive guy, if you you know get after it every now and then, but like when you hit something big. They're not really the best because again, it's not it's an uncoupled suspension, so it just blows right through it. Yeah. These and coming in the video, you know, probably Wednesday or Thursday, you see that I've sent this thing off a couple of things that I would have never even thought of doing it with a Pro XC. So um, <laughs> yeah, keep an eye out for that video. That one's gonna be good. I think a lot of people are gonna like that one. So right on. yeah, yeah, that'll be awesome. No, Rich, did you did you switch with Steve this weekend? Did you ride the VR one at all? No, we we both talked about that. We're just you know what until we get it broken in, and then we're going to switch off because I want to see the difference too, and he wants to see as well. I, I mean, he took my sled up and down the road a little bit, you know, when we were moving stuff around, but he we didn't were, get it when you were gone. Yeah, he, <laughs> he just rode the snotter. But well, that's what him and I were saying, like going down the road, like it was hilarious. Like when we our first ride, we went out and we were taking it easy, and I was like. I looked down and there's nothing. I'm like, nope. I put it to the bar and went blowing by him. And then on our last ride coming back, him and Rick, uh, Rick's got to do a, a, a four-stroke do. And they were ahead of me. And the snow dust, they opened it up and, and Steve got up to about a buck 80. Like he was he was gone. And I so I nailed her down. And then I'm like, I can't see anything. If a car comes out of a driveway, I'd be toast. Like you could yeah, so yeah. Being the third guy in the back, I backed off and, and just watched them take off. But it was... Yeah, we got them down. Like Jesse and I were saying that. Like I, I don't baby my sleds when I'm, no. when I'm and I, I run the hell out of them. So yeah, and I, I hear a lot of you know talk back and forth and stuff like that. And I've I've had a, enough new sleds, and I I beat them to death from day one. Yep. From day one to the bar, you got to seat the rings before they get washed out. And yep. I knock on wood. I yep. Yeah, and we hit a couple of small lakes and. uh uh, we couldn't get up too far, but I mean, by the time we got off the end of the lake, mm -hmm. I said that to Steve, I smell metal. <laughs> it was a brand new motor. And I had it to the bar and I held it there for a long time. Going <laughs> the lake. Yeah. And it was like, and I'm like, you know what? We'll see what happens. <laughs> and yeah. As soon as we got in and off, it was like, 
I mean, it sucked the gas because remember, it's using what 15% more gas on the initial break in, right? Yeah, I got got 81 miles and I took, I was on like 10%. Yeah. Yeah. I was, Rick had a small jerry can when we were doing the back trail and I I had to fill up. And they're like, what the hell, man? Yeah, I, I had to use his jerry can. They're thirsty, especially in breaking. They're, they're oh, yeah. very thirsty. Yeah, well, because we came across the lake, and then I'm like, I looked at my GoPro, and I'm like, my battery died. So then I slapped a new GoPro in, and we went back yeah. across the lake again, and I just to the bar the whole way. Yeah. 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 Well, see, I ended up, uh, I went and did a couple little test session with a couple other guys with some big wheel stuff on, on Friday. And uh, you'll see, it's just to the bar for quite some time <laughs> that's what i was saying when you were looking at when i looked at the video footage back off when i got back when i smelled the metal mm-hmm. i'm like oh my god i had it to the bar for a long time yeah. it was yeah, you, know, like, you know like the thumbnail in in my last video that i posted last night it's like you could see my hand is to the bar and like <laughs> the whole cable stretched out as far as it goes and it's reading 106 on the on the gauge. Well, I saw that on your thing. I was looking down because your GoPro was pointed down. I'm like, yeah. oh, 206. And I'm like, Siri, how fast is 106? That's 172 <laughs> kilometers an hour. <laughs> I'm like, yes. So, yeah, you had, you had a, now you yeah, bar to reach there, Rich. <laughs> Pardon me? <laughs> now you have yeah. a bar to reach there now. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Lake of Bays, yeah, for sure. You get her up there. Yeah. yeah and, the more, and the more we run them and the more I long pulls I do, the faster and faster and faster it's getting. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's breaking in the breaking mode. It's rough. It's a lot of extra fuel and a lot of extra oil, you know, in, in the first, you know, couple yeah. hours. So it's, they're tough. They don't really like it, but no, no, but that's the first thing you get your first break-ins in and then it's done. I'm looking forward to it when the trails start opening up and then the lakes freeze, that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's done. So. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So that was I'm thinking- boys. That was awesome. Yeah. That was, was good. Yeah. That was, that was a good. good time. That was good. Enjoyed it. I appreciate you guys having me on. It's a, it's an honor. Yeah, anytime. If you haven't, if you haven't uh, checked out Jesse James three twenty two, is his uh, YouTube channel. Make sure you check it out and subscribe. Also subscribe to Rich Outdoors and uh, Rev Rider five fifty. If you haven't, and Mud Brats ADV, we really appreciate it. If you, if you check us out and give us our videos a like and share them and do all that good stuff, you know. So much appreciated. That was oh, good, Justin. That's good, man. We appreciate you coming on in such short notice, too. It's like, I was just like, oh, I wonder what, wonder what he's doing Monday night. Maybe he'll join us. I'm good. Work was crazy today, and uh, but now evening's good. So nice. I got to do, no. vid- do some video editing once we get off of here. So yeah, <laughs> just, just hang out. I'm going to put a, I'm going to put the credits up and then just hang out and we'll have a little chat after the, Absolutely. after we end the but uh, thanks a lot everybody in the chat for uh, for watching tonight and joining in and thanks for all the super chats too from Bobby and me and and uh, we'll see you next week Monday at 7 p.m. Sounds good. Yep. See you everyone. Thanks for stopping in. No problem. Thank you guys. It's a journey for